Thursday, you know what that means. This is Max Wrestling episode 304. Welcome to the show. This is your captain speaking along with the podcast machine, Mike Larkin and Travis the Walker Anderson. Anderson. The promo champion King Mo is running a little late, but you know, royalty does what he wants. Um, <clears throat> I show it up. I show it up I... whenever I pleaseth. Royalty comes on the line whenever. Ah! There's, there's, there's good and bad to come from this week's discussion, ladies and gentlemen. We've got chaos on SmackDown, plenty of action um, as on NXT and AEW as they both bring in the new year. And as WWE proved on Monday, bearded bald men just don't know when the fuck to go away. But first, <laughs> congratulations to the new IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion Kota Ibushi. Um, Wrestle Kingdom much more impressive than last year. I think we all felt a little bit let down last year. Yes, but about damn time for Kota Ibushi. Yeah, like two years too late. But but still a great moment nonetheless. I mean, when you think of New Japan Pro Wrestling, someone who's really been carrying the ball and freaking running with it for the past two years is none other than Kota Ibushi. I also look at it from a stance, man. We got to see John Moxley on the video-wise. Mm. Builds to him and Kenta, man. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, and be fun. I mean, Kota not a, I mean, Kota retained against Jay White one day after having a fuck-your-neck match with Naito. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think that should be an official Take thing. It. Fuck your neck. Take it easy, man. Good Lord, that dude's going to be in a wheelchair. And then you've got um, Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor having to fuck every part of your body match. Another well, two. Again. Well, they do every time. Yeah, I, I kind of don't want to see a third match, but at the same time I do. Um, also, congratulations to you, Mike, joining me as predictions champion. Um, I've, I've got to hold on for about three weeks to beat Travis's record. Well, you know, if... People would let me know that I missed predictions when I missed the show. <laughs> we, we predicted it last week. I wasn't on the show last week. No, but I'm sure you heard it. Yeah. Yeah, well, we predicted night one. We didn't predict night two. <clears throat> no, because, I mean, at, at the time, we only knew exactly three matches from night two. Everything else was, like, to be decided. Well, what does <clears throat> it tell you? When the guys who don't watch New Japan a lot beats the aficionado <laughs> over there about everything. And, you know, this poor fucker is going to, you know, you know, Mr. Moses Marquez. Isn't it funny the only one that let Moses down was fucking Okada? Okay, I'm going <laughs> to say this right now. As soon as I saw the match, and I've seen those two wrestle because here's the thing. When Will Ospreay hit Okada with the Rain Meka when he was the champ when they were wrestling, and the whole crowd went, oh! And now we got them a friggin' Wrestle Kingdom, man. Different scenario where Osprey is the heel. I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's a similar situation to when Jay White beat Okada, like very briefly at that Wrestle Kingdom. What was it like last year or the year before, right? So fucking, I'm watching this match and I'm like, no. And then friggin' he hits the rain, make ha. And then friggin' Okada gets the one. And I'm like, God damn it. When you have a primal spot for Will Ospreay, who leaves and turns on Okada, you know, I'm talking about chaos here, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously. And I'm like, oh, of course Okada gets the win. Of course, Okada gets. You know, about ten years ago, there was a saying: never uh, bet against John Cena on a Sunday. Never yeah, bet against Okada at a pay per view. 
Yeah. And I, here's the thing. I like Kazuchika Okada, but I'm also at the same time. He's like Tanahashi for me. Like, do we? Do he's they have to win yeah. all the goddamn time? Yeah. At least he's not champion anymore for like 800 days. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, but, but of course, we do have more to talk about. So, uh, unfortunately, well, actually, no, Friday wasn't that bad. We're going to start the show by going back to last Friday night. It's time to recap the smack. Once again, SmackDown begins with Roman Reigns cutting a quiet promo as WWE pipe in booze to make it even harder to hear him. It doesn't take long though for Kevin Owens to interrupt, only for Roman to try and shoo him away like a stray dog. Owens demands a match with Jey Uso. Big E's match with King Corbin is short-lived as he's attacked by Sami Zayn and the Knights of the Lone Wolf before Apollo Crews makes the save. This led to a tag match where Sami can't get along with Corbin and his bodyguards and ends up left alone to fall victim to Big E and Apollo. Big E name drops Amanda and Nolan and issues an open challenge next week which is immediately accepted by Apollo Crews. The Riot Squad defeat Natalia and Tamina for reasons. Carmella and Bailey get one over on Sasha and Bianca before Sonya returned backstage. Complete waste of a return by the way. Uh, there was a Street Profits segment. <clears throat> and in another tag match, Daniel Bryan is teaming with Otis as Otis and Gable are training Bryan to win the Rumble. You know, because of all the Royal Rumble matches they've won. Anyway, but they pick up a win over Cesaro and Nakamura. In the main event, Kevin Owens made relatively short work of Jey Uso and continued the assault in an effort to bait Roman. Unfortunately for Owens, Roman was waiting in the crowd area to attack. Roman and Jey then beat up Kevin Owens before throwing him from the bleachers through a table to end SmackDown on quite a violent note. Ooh, but the way he threw him through that table, man. Oh, that oh. Old beatdown was vicious. He's going to be out for a while, ain't he? I, I wouldn't be surprised. They they get yeah. the shit out of him. Well, from what I saw over the weekend, I got a notification. I didn't really look too much into it, but it said that Kevin Owens suffered a spinal contusion and a bruised kidneys. I mean, who else is Roman going to feud with? Well... Thank God Goldberg's not on SmackDown and we don't yeah, get Yeah, Roman refused to work with him. <laughs> so much Thank more respect God. for Roman than ever before. Oh, my God. After reading that, you, oh, you got to love Roman. Also, I got to say this about him, man. That was straight gutter, but it was smooth like butter to make that rhyme, Dazzy Dangerly, the way they whipped that ass, that being Kevin Owens. Only other thing I could go to with, I, you know, Roman and Daniel Bryan had that little thing with Daniel Bryan and Paul Heyman on Talking Smack, right? But I'm like... They're focusing on Daniel Bryan going for the, uh, going to win the Royal Rumble match. So I'm like, like you said, who the hell are they going to have face uh, Roman Reigns then if KO is out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like there's nobody on SmackDown. They sent everybody to Raw. Wait, wait hold on. I know who he's going to face. Then now, baby, they can have Seth Rollins come back as a baby face, burn oh, it down. Shoot, yeah. Seems kind of a waste, though, just for one match, because obviously Roman's going to be facing the winner of the Rumble. Well, maybe not. I mean, it could be somebody from Raw. Uh, okay, then, yeah, that, 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 that gives us a good path. Somebody from Raw wins the Rumble, then we get a good long feud with Rollins and Roman. 
Well, I mean, if you look at Seth Rollins, man, you're coming from, you know, being the Messiah. And what I think is, man, and you know me and my pop culture references, I think really? he's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> so what do you think of what do you think of Seth Rollins in this case, man? He's like the legendary tempting temptations that he's talking about the era of his ways. You know what I'm saying? I think Seth Rollins is going to realize the error of his ways and we're going to get a new baby face. Rollins going back to burning it down. You know what I'm saying? And him and, and Roman Reigns, the history, the continuity. Seth Rollins making that change while Roman Reigns is being insane. You know what I'm saying? Because it's his yard now. The tribal chief. Yay, yay. You have a lot of storytelling there, Dazzy Dangerously. I think I actually saw something this week that Seth wasn't happy that Vince wanted him to come back as a heel. And Seth wants to come back as a face. Well, this is this is Vince McMahon. You know, we want to... Yes. Hold on. By the way, the, the segment with Daniel Bryan, with Otis, and it's all in the hips pretty much with Otis and Jack. Yeah. Oh, the only thing that I got to say about this, man, is uh, I'm just whatever with that. Nakamura taking another L in the yeah. tag match. Okay, here's the thing. I'd rather him lose to Daniel Bryan than freaking Otis. Well, yeah, at least, at least Daniel Bryan's reputable. You know, yeah. who did he lose to a couple of weeks ago? Oh, yeah, yeah Otis. He lost to Otis. Um, but oh. this made no sense. Daniel Bryan's been in Royal Rumble matches before. He's got the longest time in a Rumble match, I believe, from the Saudi Arabia one. Yep. Why does he need training from Chad Gable and Otis? Who have, I don't think Otis has ever been in a Rumble match. Because it's Team it's Gable. Ready, willing, and Gable. I know. I understand, Travis. It's ridiculous. But it's... <laughs> it's I, I completely agree with him. But I'm trying to, like... You know what it is, too? You try to make sense of stuff, but you don't like it at the same time. It's like, all right, I, I see what you're trying to do here, but that doesn't mean I gotta like it. It's kind of the same thing where you got Billy Kay at the friggin' Wazoo over here, helping one team, but then going with the other team. And I love me some Billy Kay, but I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Uh, I mean, at least she's actually on TV more than Peyton, I think. Well, her and Lacey Evans this week. Pay, 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 pay. Mm, let's not combine the names because then it'd be Lay Pay. Lay Pay. Oh, you know, you know what Speaking it is. Speaking of Lacey triggering Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she worked herself into that so badly. Yeah, she deleted her tweets later on. Way to go, Cardi B. Uh, uh, just to backtrack a little bit, I just looked it up, and there is no word on Kevin Owens' return. Wow. Oh. Well, I hope he doesn't mess Mania. Well, uh, when I was looking up, like, how bad a con spinal contusion is, it, it could be career-ending, depending but, on how bad it is. But is it legit or kayfabe? It's legit. Oh, shit. Ugh. Well, I mean, not to make light of it, but Mikey Tyson did say it is spinal, Mr. Daddy Dangerously. It's spinal. <laughs> but My I, back I, is broken. <laughs> what do you mean broken? Back. It's spinal. The best thing this week was just Mike Tyson going on the damn podcast telling Logan Paul he's going to kick your fucking ass, man. That was the best I'd thing. I'd buy that just... for a dollar. Oh, I absolutely would. <laughs> and I just got to look at it, go back to SmackDown for a second. Biggie, 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 can't you see? AC in the building is going to hypnotize me. We're going to get that for the Intercontinental Championship next week. But, man, watching SmackDown and also talking about the women, I got to say this right now. You mentioned Sonya Deville's brief. I'm going to walk backstage here. Look at me. I'm back smoking crack, wiggity, wiggity, whack. I'm going to tell you something right now, man. 
I think Sasha's going to beat Carmella again. And I think maybe at the fast lane or whatever it is, or even we get to WrestleMania, I see Sonya going right in there for the women's title. Yep, yep. But just what the fuck was that return? That was look at me, I'm back. You know what it is? They channel their, uh, which, oh my God, which Spice Girl was it? I think it was Ginger when she had the uh, solo hit. Look at me. That's what <laughs> that was, man. That was Sonya She, Sony she literally did as much on SmackDown as all the legends did on Raw. But we'll get into okay. that now. That was disappointing okay. as fuck. I'm just going to say that right now. You want to talk about legends. All they're doing is sitting there. Hey, goddamn Tatanka. You know what it is, man? I'm just going to say it before we get it. Goddamn Tatanka and his ass. I didn't even get a I just got friggin' Tatanka just sitting in the back just looking at Angel Garza like, what the hell do you want? I miss Tatanka going Can't even get that, man. That sucked. At least he was on the show, unlike Carlito, who was advertised but not on the show. They friggin' take motherfuckers, assholes. I was looking forward to seeing the spitting of the apple because nobody's cool. You know what I'm saying? No Carlito. We got no Candace Michelle. I ain't got a son. I ain't got a daughter. I'm a lonely boy. Let's talk about Raw. Nah, this could get ugly, people, but I hope you guys are ready. I don't know if I am, but nevertheless, we're going in Raw. First of all, what the fuck is an H-phone? Moving on, New Day and Miz and Morrison have quite possibly the most annoying segment ever before Teddy Long bucks a tag match won by the New Day. Randy Orton shows interest in Legends Night, which, you know, sets up the rest of the evening. Pointless backstage segment as Angel Garza bumps into Sergeant Slaughter and Mickey James and Alicia Fox. AJ Styles defeats Elias as Big Omos scared off Jackson Racist, sorry Riker, again. Lacey and Peyton stole the win over Charlotte and Asuka following Lacey flirting with Ric Flair who accidentally tripped Charlotte. McIntyre and Sheamus meet Hogan and Jimmy Hart. Hogan is now apparently a 12-time WWE champion, not world champion, as Orton threatens the big show. Matt Riddle rolled up Lashley after tapping to the hurt lock behind the referee's back. Shenanigans. Backstage again for more legends wandering about as Mark Henry's turn to get berated by Randy Orton. Mandy Rose gets mollywhopped by Shayna Baszler on her way to the ring, leading to Dana Brooke, volunteering to take her place and sneak in a win, followed by a little dose of revenge from Mandy. Finally, Ric Flair gets a verbal bashing backstage from Randy Orton, and in such a fresh match, Orton gained a victory against Jeff Hardy. For reasons, Lucha House Party defeated Cedric and Shelton, and following a distraction from the Boogeyman, courtesy of the ageless Tori Wilson, Angel Garza was rolled up by Truth for the 24-7 championship, much to the dismay of Ron Simmons. And in the main event, Drew McIntyre defeated Keith Lee to retain the WWE Championship, only to be... I can't even finish this. Fuck off, Goldberg. And that's a perfect time for Moses to come in. (laughs) King Mo, good morning. Good morning. I... That was the first thing I saw, because I didn't watch Raw Live this week. That was the first thing I saw Tuesday morning, was just a picture of Goldberg face-to-face with Drew. And you, you, well, you, saw, you, you saw what I wrote in the group, man, when I shared that shit. My reaction was literally, oh, for fuck's sake. All right, right. May, may I go off on it now, please? Please do. I want to say one quick thing. Hold on, wait, wait. Okay, Mike wants to go last. I'll so I I go w- first. I was, I, I'm with Daz. I, I was going to, like, I was all excited. I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll watch Raw. I'm no big deal. I'll watch Raw. I started with it, 
And then the second I saw Miz and Morrison, I, I legit turned the TV up, threw the control the air, air, and yelled, nope, and walked away. God, that segment was awful. Dude, I like I looked at it, and my wife's like, oh, it's the Miz. And I did the whole thing, and she's like, but he's not. I was like, is, is it Miz and Morrison? Or is it Miz and Mrs.? No, then I don't want to watch it. Because <laughs> at least he's likable in Miz and Mrs. Yeah. I mean, he, he is still kind of likable. It's just Jomo being a dick. It's, it's they're trying to be them from like, what is it, like 02, 03? No, 07. 07, thank you. And well, it's like, but they're trying to do it in 2020 when they're almost like when one's a dad and one is as old as a dad. Well, isn't Taya like gonna have, didn't they have a kid or they're gonna have a kid? I was gonna say, kid? I think she, I wanna say, I think she had one. But I'm not a hundred. I don't think they had a kid yet. No, I no, I, no. As I'm looking, no, they haven't had a kid. I think Miz okay. is having another kid. John Morrison has another kid yet. Well, Miz is having another one. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. He had um, uh, what the hell is this little one's name? Monroe. Thank you. And now oh. they are going to have another daughter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I knew they had two. I didn't know they were having another one. No, that's what he meant by their heaven. Oh, okay. She hasn't popped yet. I thought. Oh, well, okay. I thought she had. Got to seem like honest. ages ago. Let's be honest. To be blunt, would you want to get off, Maurice? No. Uh, no. No. Absolutely. Correct. 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 I'm, I am not a tall man, but I will climb that tree if you know what I'm saying. Hell yes. <laughs> you go. L to the yeah. Even if you got to fight Margo. That's okay. Oh. Okay, am I... <laughs> she is. That's a hell of a fight, though, man. You're in a hell of a oh, fight. I'm not. You know what, dude? Like, I fuck it. We're gonna drunk. She'll be all right. Fuck the fight. She'll get over it. Right. Okay. Anyway, Mike. I gotta hear your rant on Goldberg. Please rant, Mike. All right. So I'm watching Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee, and I'm like, all right, cool, right? So Keith Lee does the damn Spanish fly that I like. They're having this competitive match. He pounced him over the barricade, and I loved it. <laughs> Then friggin' hits him with the Claymore to win. And I'm like, okay, they're doing the thing. We're like, they're respecting each other. Then all of a sudden, I hear the damn... And I'm like, oh, no. And then friggin' he gets... He goes to the ring talking about, Drew McIntyre, you don't respect the legends. I'm like, literally, early on in the show, he was posing with Hulk Hogan, talking about how he loves the damn legends. And then friggin', oh, and... The problem that I have here is, too, because everybody's going to complain, oh, well, Sting's 61 years old in AEW, and I'm like, well, Goldberg's 54, and I don't want to see Bill Goldberg, because last time they did this, The Fiend got friggin' buried for this bullshit, and now we got Drew McIntyre turning heel for no goddamn reason, and then we have friggin' Drew McIntyre, who was supposed to cut the promo, but Goldberg came out too early, and they were running out of time, so the shit made no fucking sense, and then Drew McIntyre's like, Oh, man, wrestling, you would be like wrestling my dad, mate. Then he's like, you're dead? And then he freaking pushes him down, and then they gleam on the goddamn cliffhanger again. And I'm like, I don't want to see 54-year-old Bill Goldberg freaking spear and not so jackhammer the shit out of Drew McIntyre and win the title. He doesn't need the title. If it ends with him just jackhammer, spear, one, two, three, I'm going to be pissed because it should just be Drew McIntyre coming in Claymore, that man whore, boom, and go on to wrestle Sheamus at WrestleMania, which should be the goddamn match anyway. But no, Vince McMahon says, God damn it, we need Goldberg. 
Why? Why do we need Bill Goldberg? Fuck Bill Goldberg. I hate it. I'm looking forward to the Royal Rumble match. I am more looking forward to Moses versus the Phoenix at our special, which will be ten times better than that whack-ass Bill Goldberg. Ah, <laughs> oh, I hate him. So, there's two things that are ridiculous about this segment, and then there's one more thing i got to say. So, first of all, as you said, they didn't give Drew time to cut his promo, so Goldberg comes out and responds to the promo that Drew didn't get to cut, so it made no fucking sense. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's been cool with the legends. He fucking posed with Hogan. Like, who's disrespecting the legends? Randy Orton's talking to Mark Henry with his friggin' knee on the scooter and friggin' paddling, pedaling away and going after the big show and telling Ric Flair that you're a has-been, you're a Shelly, your former self. But Drew McIntyre, you know, he disrespected the legends. You know I mean? You, you would have think, you would have thought Goldberg would think, okay, he didn't cut the promo, so I can't say what I was supposed to say. Maybe I should say nope. something else. No, I'm going to repeat the entire fucking script. He yeah. went willy-nilly. He went willy-nilly on and it. And then, second of all, like you said, they ended it on a cliffhanger because he pushed Drew down and then they ran out of time, so they just cut to black. There well, was actually more filmed where Drew got back up yeah. and gave him a Glasgow kiss, but Goldberg no-sold it. Because of Oh, my God. Did you see it? Here's the thing, too. The facial expression. I actually have to mention this. I'm glad you brought that up. So... The facial expression of when he's telling me he didn't disrespect the legends, and Drew McIntyre has this face where Goldberg's in his face, right? He legit looked like he wanted to cry because he's <laughs> looking at him like, oh, God, I know where this is going. They're going to have him beat me. They're going to have him beat me. Why, though? Because uh, Bill Goldberg, WrestleMania, you know what I'm and, saying? Oh, boy. No, I don't know what Here's the saying. final thing. So you ask why, and Mike asked why as well. Apparently, it's because Goldberg equals ratings, and the, the YouTube clip got one point. 8 million views, I think, or something like that. Is yeah. that necessarily a good thing, or was it? did people watch that YouTube clip because they wanted to see Goldberg, or did they watch it because I didn't watch Raw, but what the fuck is this about? I, it's probably because uh, I didn't watch Raw, but what the fuck is this about? Exactly. It's more than just that. You gotta have Goldberg because fucking Brock Lesnar signed a three-year no-match contract. <laughs> I mean, please don't have Brock come back, win the Rumble, and then face Goldberg again. You know who pissed me the fuck off? That goddamn Jose in the RWT group. Fucking Jose talk about Drew McIntyre and he's boring. Motherfucker, do you really want to see 54-year-old Goldberg at the top again? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jose oh, yeah. pissed me off. And another point when you said somebody brought up Sting. Question, has Sting wrestled in AEW? Nope. No! Is Sting world champion in AEW? Nope. No. Then they can shut the fuck up. Is he anywhere near Kitty Omega? No. no. <laughs> he hasn't even been on the, the same Has stage he swung as Kenny the back Omega. Yet. No. No. Well, there's, I mean, Has granted, he done no, nothing he... but walk to the ring, stare at somebody, and walk out? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, coming from a Sting <laughs> mark, okay, and a guy who, who also loved him some Goldberg, okay, like in, being 50 plus and back in the day. When Goldberg is immediately coming out, going directly to world champions, having to embarrass them because a 70-plus-year-old man thinks it's a great idea, minus, and then, again, people argue, well, what about Sting, 60-something? We just mentioned he's done fuck nothing. The most, he, the most action he's had in AEW is against the door yeah. as he's opened it or closed it. That is it. And he only really spoke in order to convince Tony Schiff to to use his catchphrase every week. It's Sting. That was yeah. I was about to say. Uh, he, other than that, he hasn't said shit. 
So, I mean, granted, from a Sting mark, he needs to do something, but I would much rather Sting, I would much rather Goldberg show up, look like an idiot, and then that's it, than, oh, he's here, now he has to immediately be in a title picture and have at minimum a 50-50 chance of fucking beating an actual, you know, current guy that people give a fuck about in 2021. Like I said, the only silver lining for me is if Drew just mollywops him, and then we get Drew and Sheamus at WrestleMania, which should be the rightful match. But I don't know, dude. He has to, for two reasons. One, Drew's been carrying Raw all year long. And two, mm-hmm. that storyline makes sense. Yes. Well, I also did see, I'm glad you also brought it up, the Glasgow kiss afterwards. He, like, legit just headbutts him, and Goldberg just, like, brushed it off and then just stared back at him. I'm like, way to sell the move, Bill. No, oh, this is off to so a great start. Oh, it's ridiculous, because he friggin' just <laughs> headbutts him and out some old Joe, give us a kiss! I'm, I'm not like, sure no. what's worse, though. Like, ending it on a cliffhanger where Drew looks stupid because he gets knocked on his ass, or showing the whole thing and Goldberg no-sell on the Glasgow kiss. Well, the no-sell. Yeah, the no-sell. But they were, they were trying to get the point across, like, you know... You know, with Drew, like, it'd be like wrestling my dad, mate! And, you know, the whole thing there. So they just want to say, you know what? I'm not your dad. I'm Bill Goldberg, ready to wreck some fools. Drew McIntyre, you're next. It must have been fun up on the stage. All the legends must have been thinking, what's he talking about? Drew hasn't said shit about us. Oh, that's even better, because he got all of them on the stage. <laughs> well, to, to Is he concussed? Did he put the door too hard again? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, to make a lighter note, you son of a gun, Tori Wilson. Oh, my ageless. God. Absolutely Hell ageless. yes. Oh, and the fact that they had the Cardi B thing and then Angel Garza gets pinned by our... <laughs> I loved it. And damn! <laughs> that was probably the only Legend segment that was worth watching. Because everybody else was just there to get berated by Randy Orton. And poor Mickey James Aww. is like wrestling right now, right? Didn't they just make her like a legend now? They're not even gonna have a wrestle. She's just gonna be I doing think like she's that. Only stuff. Just been cleared. Oh, what she had a broken nose. That's right. With Selena Vega, yep. Yeah. And again, ageless. Ageless. Oh, Melina. What about Melina? She didn't even look like Melina. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was looking at her like, who are you? Uh, and then poor Mark Henry. Ah, oh, Mark. I don't know what he's done to his foot, but he looks so poor. Put fucking scooting away all, you know, hunched. Randy Orton made Mark Henry look so small. It just, I felt poor, poor Mark. I'm like, this is the man that put you in the Hall of Pain in 2011, and I loved every second of it. And now I'm just depressed. I think I felt worse for Mark Henry than I did for Ric Flair when Charlotte yelled at him. Okay. Not this here's time, the last thing. time. Oh, yes, that's right. But here's the thing. That makes no fucking sense because then a day later on Twitter, she forgives him. I'm like, this man of yours, Mr. Kiss Dealing, Wheel in the Dealing, was pretty much ready to get on top of Lacey Evans and bow, check up, wow, wow. And now everything's all good and hunky dory. Of course she forgave him. She wants a few more titles. Oh, okay, that was good. I'm not going to lie, that was very good. But, yo, what does it tell you for the Raw Women's title when it looks like the match at Royal Rumble and the new feud because she was all, you know, Lacey Evans wanted to get up off on that thing like it's Sister Act 2 back in the habit. All you need is the collection money, for God's sake, which we're going to get Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce Pepe against friggin' Charlotte and Oscar probably at the Rumble. There's your new freaking feud. Yeah, again, 
we 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 broke up the iconics for what? For nothing. For nothing, man. Oh, and and the problem that I also had too is I look at it from a stance where you had that you had friggin' the hurt business still arguing Shelton and Cedric. We got to get on the same page, and they lose to Lince Dorado, or as Drew Gulak used to call him, Lince Dorito, and Grand Mata Mata Leak. And you know what I'm saying? Now they're pushing them for the tag titles. Grand Metal Leak and friggin' oh man, uh, uh, Santos Escobar. I can't do the R's like Moses. Santos yeah. Escobar. Thank you. Oh, fucking timeless. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, Celtic Heritage. Yeah, I can't roll my R's either. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. This is Marquez and his Escobar. But yeah, no, it's like oh, this is what we're doing. We now got friggin' Lucha House Party against the Hurt Business. Matt Effin' Riddle is also the man because he jumped, jumped. You know, make me want to jump, 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 jump. The house is jumping. I feel like I'm watching Smart House on Disney Channel, for God's sake. Matt Riddle is in the damn hurt lock. Friggin' jumps over the ref, and then you see him tapping, but he doesn't see him tapping because the man's a genius. And then MVP gets on the apron, rolls him up. Schoolboy gets the win. Bro, I loved it. Matt Riddle, get that U.S. title. It wasn't a great night for the hurt business. It was not. It was not. I just really hope they don't break them up because they're one of the best things about Raw right now. And there really isn't many things. Okay. Well, then we got Ricochet friggin' talking to Mark Henry about the fact of retribution because that was the thing before that. I'm like, I just want this to end. I am tired of Ricochet and retribution. (laughs) Either join or just send Ricochet back to NXT or SmackDown so I don't have to see his goddamn face with Mustafa Ali. I'm sorry, Mustafa. I, I definitely didn't write anything down, but Retribution wasn't even on Raw. No. Um, no. The, I mean, Mustafa Ali was on Raw Talk afterwards, though, and was very, that very brutally honest. Great. Yes, that promo was great, because everything he said was goddamn true. Yep. And it's been said a dozen times, but Vince don't care. Nope. Don't care. M- Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon said, you gotta give a fuck, I give zero fucks. Zero fucks to give from Vinny Mac. Smoke that crack. Wiggity, wiggity, whack. Crack is whack. Crack is cheap. I make too much even money to even want to smoke some crack. He is the Whitney Houston of the professional wrestling business is what Vince McMahon is. Oh, I hate it. At this point, Vince is in negative fucks. Negative fucks. Oh, and the other thing I will say, too, because I know we're going all over the place, man, but fucking, okay. So we were talking about Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. Now, I know when the story came out because they were saying Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy were supposed to close the show. I know you called bullshit on that, Des. Well, it doesn't make sense. I mean, why would that a random match between Jeff and Randy Orton close the show when you've got a WWE title match? Because and you're planning he... for fucking Goldberg to come out anyway. But the fact that, you know, they're selling the fact that Randy Orton hates the fact that he had mercy and compassion. They didn't light Alexa Bliss on fire. And, you know, they did this stuff at the Legends, and he was just going to mollywop Jeff. And they pretty much, if you notice, now, did you notice the sequence that seemed very familiar? Did you notice that, Des? Yes, it was a repeat from a finish to their match in 2008. Yeah, Royal Rumble. Yeah, Dazzy Dangerously. I like your style. Okay. So Royal Rumble 08, man, that was the exact same finish they did about 12 years ago. I mean, to be fair, Goldberg's been having the exact same finish to his matches for 20 years. This mm-hmm. is true. Touche. Touche, <laughs> Mr. Desiree. Touche. <laughs> okay, let's move on from this fucking depressing Monday night shit. 
if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, like and share. And whatever podcast platform you may be listening to, don't forget to follow or subscribe right now and take it to the max every single week. All right, on the go home to this Saturday's Genesis, which we're not going to be predicting because it's just a Super X Cup and then one match between Moose and Willie Mac. Um, but brace for impact. Match Wrestling Podcast is about all wrestling. WWE, Impact, and AEW. And we got promos. I love to entertain all of you. I've said it time after time again that I am the most passionate person when it comes to these promos. I am the one that makes your blood boil. We got trivia. Who portrayed the fake Undertaker at SummerSlam 1994? That would be uh, Brian Lee. Mark Capani is the real name of what former WWE superstar? I believe that's Muhammad Hassan. So join us every Thursday on the Mac Wrestling Podcast and take it to the Mac. Go to MacWrestlingUK.Weebly.com for more information. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Madhouse. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube.com slash Wrestling. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. Impact in three, two, one. Okay, so speaking of the Super X Cup, uh, Crazy Steve got a win over a um, Blake Christian and a returning Ace Austin to advance in the Super X Cup. I was just expecting that Ace Austin should just get it clean, to be honest, but I'm happy for Crazy Steve. It's nice. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, good match. And impressed by Blake Christian. Uh, Mike, are you familiar? I know you know everybody. He's mostly just like a Northeast guy. I believe he's done a couple of appearances on New Japan, like in the dojo stuff. And I think he's just been everywhere. I just know he's a local indie guy. I've seen him do some stuff on the Northeast. He looked good to me. He looked good to me. And I think he's done some Ring of Honor matches. I think he has a lot of potential. Ace Austin has it. So yes. good to me. Uh, <laughs> I was liking uh, KC. Oh, KC Navarro. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. That dude is good. I'm going to say something right now since Travis also so eloquently put it there. If you've not seen Casey Navarro on the Northeast, I'm talking about New Jersey, even though it is the human cesspool in the United yeah, States indeed. of America. <laughs> so, you can grind you gotta, on the Yes. You got to see Jay-Z. You got to see Casey Navarro. He's really, really good. Very talented for his size. Dude's got the aerial salt that I mentioned, high octane, man. Dude's got it going on for years. You know what I'm saying? And I also looked at what? I just wish he would change his name. Oh, yeah, I know. Casey Navarro. Well, it just sounds, well, for one, it's kind of cheesy for mm-hmm. me. And for two, it sounds too much like Casey Cattons are. That is true. Mm-hmm. true. You don't want to stay blessed, Travis? You don't want to stay blessed? 
What? <laughs> what are you friends? Stay blessed. That's what he is. Uh, He's blessed. Okay. He, he kind of reminds <laughs> me of DJ Z with a mohawk. Yeah. I can see that. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you have to watch old DJ Z matches from Impact Moses. What's his name now well, in NXT? Well, I always forget. Oh, friggin' uh, Joaquin Wilde. Joaquin. Fuck, I forget it all the time. <laughs> well, what I was going to say about that match. Man, Ace Austin, let me tell you something about Ace Austin, man. You talk about Casey Navarro without Mohawk. A- Ace Austin looks like some dude that you would shove in a locker with his emo ass. He probably listens to Newfound Glory each and every weekend talk about my friends over you. He's got the purple hair. He's got the gauges. You just want to smack him and punch him right in the face. You know what I'm saying? He looks like one of these emo kids that go to the skate park. And let me tell you something, man. I knew this one kid that I've known since kindergarten. His name was Adam. He used to go to the sketchiest areas, man on Long Island. I'm talking about Center Reach. Oh, my goodness gracious. You want to talk about the human cesspool. People don't go to Center Reach, Long Island. We got a lot of derelicts and dirt bags, man. I just wanted to get out. They told me to enter Center Reach. I said, nah, I'm going to go the other direction. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to enter Center Reach. You can reach on the fuck out of here, man. We're talking about skate parks and sketchy areas. I said, fuck that shit. I'm out. No, thanks. Scraping knees. You know what I'm saying? If you please. So it's one of those things where you just want to smack him, shove him in a locker, and just leave him there for a whole week. He's like friggin' Sean Hunter of Boy Meets World yelling for Corey after he was getting into an exchange with Harley Kiner. Fuck Ace Austin. <laughs> so, so, he, so Mike doesn't like Ace Austin. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I, I kind of got a hint. I want to ask I him again. Him. Um, Sam, okay. Sammy Callahan. <laughs> Character-wise, I'm just saying character-wise. Wrestling ability is very good. Okay. Uh, well, Sammy Callahan threatened Eddie Edwards ahead of their match later on, which we'll, we'll of course, uh, get to. Now, I'm going to give this one to Travis because I know how much he enjoyed it. We had another paid ad segment from Tony Khan, uh, who's completely come into his own as with these asshole promos. Asshole. Asshole. There was a lot of personality from Tony Khan this week. I fucking loved every damn <laughs> minute. Of it. Yeah, I I watched that freaking commercial probably about five damn times because <laughs> I could. I was laughing so much I would miss half of it, and I'd have to go back, and he would make me laugh again. And I'm like, shit, here we go again. <laughs> hey, he fucking gay. He ripped uh, Don Callis a damn new one. Yeah. And then had the opening talking about how the holidays is helping the, the less fortunate, and that's why we're here on Impact. Like, <laughs> damn, okay. I love it. He, he's getting better every week. Meanwhile, Tony, the other Tony, is just at his side, like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and he doesn't want to be here. That's what Tony Giovanni's like. Is, I'm here, but I'm Giovanni wanna... really not like Impact. Well, I mean, his first appearance in NWA TNA, you don't want to come back. Fuck that. Yeah, well, same with CM Punk. Oh, freaking getting his ass beat by Teddy Hart. Oh. Um. Now Hollywood continue to take over Impact as Woody Harrelson, Mickey Rourke, and Christian Bale <laughs> showed up. <laughs> Just in case oh Doran didn't God. already look like Rock, he's got the full fucking fur coat and cowboy hat. 
<laughs> it's like a freaking it's like dollar store expendables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that analogy a lot. It's like true. <laughs> Man, why was Christian Bale never in the expendables? He'd have been a great audition. Um Cody Deeter and his bald ass looking like a miniature version of Michael Elgin. Good <laughs> They definitely need to name themselves the Expendables. Yes. Um, but I'm going to call them by their Hollywood names. Bale and Rock defeated Rhino and Jake uh, before a free on to assault after the match, naturally. Uh, oh. Here, well, here's the thing about Cousin Jake. Because as we all know, his independent name was Jake something. Yes, his last name was something. So before he came into Impact, he was Jake something. But what they did was they took out the something. Well, they put him with Cody Deaner, and he was just Cousin Jake. Yeah, so Jake's not even a Deaner. No, he's just Jake something. Legit, Jake something. From State Farm. Got it. From State Farm. <laughs> 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 I love the fact that I get that because obviously I stream it. <laughs> at least, at least it's not Jake Paul. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was Logan Paul that's been doing all the crying, but. For $3 million, you fucking putts. You might like this one, Mike. Another name that Cousin Jake once went by was Dirty Berserk. Okay, you see, I, I could go with what? that. Dirty Berserk? Okay. Like he's dirty and he's berserk. Is that like when Super Crazy was, I'm super, I'm crazy, I'm super crazy, I'm dirty, and I could go berserk? Dirty oh, Curry berserk. Man, he's hot, he's spicy. He tastes, oh, tastes great. First and foremost, man, put some respect on Curry Man's name, man. I oh, love oh, Curry Man. That's what I'm saying, man. Him and Shark Boy, the friggin' the street fight, the fish market street fight with Team 3D, friggin' looking at friggin' uh, oh, what's her face, Lauren? I forgot her name, but she was fine, Lauren. Yo, man, friggin' talking about oh, Shark Boy, he's so angry. What? I don't know what the hell he just said. All I know is he better go out there and kick some bass, and that's the fishing line. The Shark Boy said so. In all honesty, I was never a fan of Shark Boy. Until he started talking like Stone Cold or not? No, not I, hated him. I didn't like him even I, even less when he did the Stone Cold thing. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. I love Shark Boy. Thank you, Travis. Thank you. I also had the Shark Boy 24-7 shirt when I was a kid. Uh, Let me tell you something. I, I don't know why, but I have a soft spot for the comedy act. See? Travis appreciates it. You know what and I'm saying? he came why? back and he was all bloated and everything. Oh, when he was eating the donuts, yeah. But here's the thing about it, man. When you that have <laughs> when you have finishing maneuvers like the Dead Sea Drop, and when he was uh, with the Stone Cold gimmick, he had the Chummer, and he drank the clam juice. That's comedy gold, right? Wow. Well, we the... had Stone Cold ET on the Independent Circuit, <laughs> which based off the fact that we had the drive-through guy with the Stone ET mask talking like Stone Cold, and he came out and celebrated with Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces, what? You know what I'm saying? So we've seen that. That's that's nothing. I mean, we we legit got a Michael Jackson on the indie scene, who does a moonwalk that, DDT. That guy is great though. He can wrestle, and I laugh my ass. Yeah, but every he, time. he looks just like him too. It's it's weird. The the next segment went absolutely nowhere. Uh, AC Romero confronted Johnny Swinger over Larry D being in jail, and then we never came back to it. All right. So, to be continued on that one. 
Uh, Diana Perrazzo was confronted by Taya. I actually enjoyed this segment, i got to be honest. Um, and I've always said I don't really like Taya Valkyrie because I find her so annoying, but I was kind of rooting for her in the segment. I don't know what happened. It was weird. Ever since, ever since she started teaming with Rosemary, I've come around to her. Yeah, and she's she was a lot more serious in this promo. She wasn't all superficial and everything. Oh, yeah. Yep. But again, love me some Diana too. Uh, so we've got that for the title match at Hard to Kill next week. Rohit Raju and Chris Bay interrogate TJP over him. Obviously being Manic. Um, TJP says he and Manic don't get along. Uh, I guess Manic voted for Biden. I don't know. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Damn. Talk about a way to fucking... Uh, really apparently, I mean, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I needed a uh, Ron Simmons clip there. Yes. Oh, hey, this is we where we can put him dead. We go from Jackson racist to I guess he voted for Biden. Good <laughs> lord. But, yeah, anyway. Um, and then Rohit and uh, Chris Bay were like, yeah, you got the same tattoos and everything. It's got to be him. Oh, God. I don't know what's more blatantly obvious. TJP is manic or Hulk Hogan is Mr. America taking that lie detector test back in the... But he, but he passed the lie detector test. He wasn't Mr. America. Can, oh, can my I have some water, God. please, brother? Yeah, brother. Can I have some water? And then it was Vince's turn. Creepy old bastard. I'm not. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And then it was, no, no, no. Bam, bam, bam. Yes, yes, yes. Ding, ding, ding. Ding. Yep. Now the days. Yes. Mr. America fought for a judgment day 03. And then he's fighting Sean O'Hare on SmackDown. God rest his soul. I'm not telling you everything that you don't already know. Such potential. Such potential. And then he went into the shitter. Yeah. Poor Sean O'Hare. Poor Sean And we were robbed with Sean O'Hare, too. We were, man. And I used to love his little theme song, that Come On, which is very interesting because it was done by Waterproof Blonde, who also sang the theme song for Christian, that Just Close Your Eyes, the yeah. first version. And before that, Sean O'Hare had that Neurotica song, you know, All My Friends Crush You, which was very good. Neurotica also sang, you know, The Ride of Your Life, which was on the Forceful Entry soundtrack and the King of the Ring 02 theme, man. Oh, good yeah. times. Good times. I mean, basically, it was the Ruthless Aggression roster backstage on Raw this week. That it was. <laughs> Now, Tennille Dashwood tried to make Rosemary a proposition, but didn't get very far. Um, no, she didn't. <laughs> and then Tennille said something like, you know, uh, losing her la- her last partner, and Caleb of is like, what? No, not you, obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> Somebody's got to carry her bags. Uh, I... Okay, he was great this week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Don't see how far we could go with Rosemary and Tennille Dashwood. I mean, that that's one hell of a mismatch. I mean, she shouldn't even really work with Taya, but it does. Because Rosemary's kind of found this perfect balance now between her gimmick and sort of blending in with real people. Uh, the women's... I'm sorry, knockouts... Tag team title tournament continues, and now we know the final. After Havoc and Nevea got a win over Grace and Jazz. 
which of course means they will face Tasha and Kiara at How to Kill next week. Uh, Complete shocked me, but yeah. then they made up with it for, which I'm sure we'll get to here in a minute. Yeah, exactly the same. I wasn't expecting them to win, but then it made sense later on. Um, so before we get to that, Rich Swan and the Guns address Kenny and the Good Brothers before Shelley decides they should go and invade Kenny's bus. Bad idea. They get blindsided right outside the bus. You know what's interesting? It reminded me of the vine created by Tyler the Creator. You could come on the bus. Psych! Because that's what Kenny Omega and the friggin' Gallows and Anderson, man, the elite club, if you will, there, the elite man, talking about the fact that, yo, psych, and they kicked the bejesus out of Rich Swan and the guns. Yeah, it's almost like they forgot that there's a TV on the bus. You know, I, I, I saw this segment, and all I could think, I was like, man, I didn't know you had to be a podcaster to know that Bullet Club is for life. <laughs> Who would have thought? I thought that was pretty fucking obvious, but okay. <laughs> you know what you're referencing there, you son of a gun. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just say that, Willikers, I'd just be saying. Well, Travis just channeled his inner Gregory Helms there. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. All right. Yeah, what's up with that? Now, backstage is where they kind of made up for the confusing results of Jazz and Jordan Grace not advancing to the final. Uh, Jordan Grace is obviously frustrated. Jazz tried to console her. And then Jordan's just like, maybe we should face each other. How to kill? And Jazz's like, I'm all over that. <laughs> okay. All right. oh, it reminded me of 03 Jazz. The bitch is back. And now we're going to get Jordan Grace and Jazz. And you know it's going to end with Grace. Ooh, 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 Miss Grace winning because of the fact we got to put over the young girl. Yeah, and I, I think there's a good level of respect there, so I'm sure Jazz is okay with that. Um, uh, but like something weird happened with I mean, Jordan Grace. It, it go, I mean, it could go either way because it's going to be her uh, retirement match. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, I think Jazz is old school, or she'll she'll go out on it back. Um, yeah. But Mike, I think you can take this one. Something even stranger happened to Jordan Grace this week on Instagram. Excuse me. Oh my. <laughs> Okay. I'll take it in a second, man, because of the fact that I just I can't breathe. Give me two seconds. Hold on. I'm not going to lie. Hell, Moses is about to get freaking bowed up with that shit. Okay, Moses, you take it. What happened now? So Jordan Grace lost, uh, what was it, 25,000 followers on Instagram because they thought she was transgender? I'm sorry, yeah. what? Yeah. Okay, now that I can breathe. <laughs> What? But I'm I'm confused. Did they Who stop following the her dumb? because they were disappointed that she wasn't, or because they thought she was? <laughs> Let me take it now. Now that I can breathe, my apologies, guys. So oh, what happened was, see what had happened was, Jordan Grace put up like a now and then thing where you can love me at my worst, right? So it's this old photo of her with like short hair, like really short hair, right? Right. So she then still it looks like a fucking that chick. That it's her right now. And I guess a lot of people thought she looked like a transgender. She was born transgender. And she lost over, like, 5,000 of them Instagram followers. 
and friggin', you know, a lot of people were hating on her, man, and pretty much saying that she was transgender. So she lost followers over some bullshit. Okay, I can see the picture now. Yep. Um, I can kind of see it. I mean, but, but it's, are... it's just because her oh. hair is tied back, that's all. Yeah, but people are also fucking dumb, man. Yeah. She lost 500 Instagram followers over that photo. My whole thing is, like, it is you you honestly don't pay attention to what she's been, like, posting all the other time? Like, it had, like, been some other fucking thing? Like, all of us said, oh, no, she's just transgender. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand this. I don't understand why pe- this fucking sheer stupidity of people. Like, she's obviously a fucking chick. Yeah, she's she is a big, muscular-looking chick. She's not your, you know, little thing. She's not exactly a BBW. No, she's a fucking bodybuilder. Uh, Get like, I don't. Oh my god! But at the same time, there's nothing like masculine looking in. Did her people face. fucking she's... think China was transgender too, or what? I, I think well, a good I... deal of people actually did. Yeah. Hey man. Like, dude, this is, come on now. It's fucking pro wrestling. You fucking know that there's going to be big, strong ladies. Do you want me to say the word Moses Marquez? You know what they thought she was. Go for it. Manish. Okay. And? That's what they say, man. If it's a girl that looks like that with big muscles and stuff like that, they call them Manish and shit, man, which is horrible. I, I don't mean, say it. Other people say it. Rude asses, bitches. Like, I mean, I've been following Jordan Grace for, oh, God, um, at least five years. Okay. At least five years. And I've seen, and I remember the days where it was like, you look at her. You looked at her, and you were like, "Are you like just a big girl? Are you trying to be like strong? like you didn't like you didn't couldn't really get the whole is she a good looking girl or is she just like a bodybuilder? What's her whole gimmick?" And then she started to like, I don't know. I guess I don't want to say the whole except womanhood, but she somebody told her, "Hey, you know you're kind of hot, right?" And she just ran with it. <laughs> and I'm glad that happened because that's like the fucking reality. I I'm still flabbergasted that people think she would be a fucking trans just because she's fucking big and strong. She she also posted a picture a couple of months ago of her in two thousand eight with her mom. You can yep. even there she looks like a chick. I was gonna <laughs> say I was like, come on, dude. Like, yes, I get it. And then that's the whole thing. Like at her worst, bud. At her worst. You know what it is too. Then she had to comment on this, and she wrote something bizarre happened after I posted this on Instagram. Yeah, I lost five hundred followers, mostly men, because they thought I was transgender. Comment section is wild. Sad to say, I'm just kind of ugly sometimes. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of funny. I mean, at least she's like cracking jokes on it. But my, I just don't. Yeah, I'm like, I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, I've seen this picture. I saw it. I scrolled. It, I was like, OK, yeah, whatever. But. How in the like you look at her. She looks like every other fucking chick that doesn't want to do anything on a fucking Saturday morning but play pool. My hair's up. My fucking glasses are on. I'm in clothes that I don't give a shit about. Yep. And they thought she was a dude? Yep. All these motherfuckers need to look at their wives. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's if they've got them. There you yep. go. Because <laughs> I don't. Come on now. It was dumb. I, I remember I sent you guys the story in the group and I'm like, this is really the topic for today, okay? People think Jordan Grace is a transgender. All right, I guess this is a thing. Okay, see, that's where it was. I was like, I think somebody had, like I was like somebody sent something in the group, and then I was like, okay, whatever. And then I seen it on Instagram, and I'm like, huh? 
And then I kept scrolling. That's it. I didn't pay attention, but I also didn't read the caption. So all the picture was like, hmm, okay. And then gave it a good old thumbs up or whatever the fuck you do on Insta Slam. That's the normal response. The normal response is, okay, you know, she's doing a comparison thing. Not freaking how these people acted. Not, yeah. oh shit, she was a dude. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't a dude. What do you mean she wasn't a dude? I'm out of here. Wait a minute, hold on. You were hanging out because you thought she was a dude? Well, yeah. You know, you might as well just go. She, she's got her hair tied back. What the fuck? Have you ever lived with a female? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. Oh, let's, let's just, just sum it up in one word. Assholes. I'll sum it up in three words. You know what that is? Go for it. No, that's four words. Go ahead. <laughs> Tiny dick bastards. Okay, Bye. that works. That's funny. TDB. TDB. Fuckers. <laughs> uh, now, slightly strange segment. Uh, Sue Young has become Susan. Oh my god! Wait, Sorry, let what? me take this. let me take this. Let me take this. Okay. So, she's got Jim Mitchell, James Mitchell in there. You know, oh, so you got rid of Susie. You got rid of Susie. Not quite. Ah, uh, hello, I'm Susan. You know what remind me of? And somebody put it on Twitter. Here's what it was, Daz. Remind me of this. Take it back to 2008 when Daphne was the governor making fun of Sarah Palin. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Can you not see that, Dazzy Dangerously? Absolutely. Hell yes! <laughs> yeah, so she's now like some kind of, I don't know, lawyer type person. It's like her version of Joseph Park. Yeah. Oh, please don't do that again. No Joseph Park ever again, please. Uh, I gotta send the photo. Hold on, let me send the photo to the group. Moses, did you see this? The worst thing about the Joseph Park thing was they admitted that it was actually Abyss, and then they recycled the the storyline a couple of years later. Like, as if we completely forgot. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, no. uh, that is Susan. It doesn't look like fuck? Sue Young or Susie. Obviously, Sue Young doesn't look like Susie, but it doesn't look like Susie. Mm-hmm. She legit oh, looks like 10 years nice. older. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so, what, she can't just be like the cool zombie lady or demon lady, whatever the fuck she is? It's the three faces of Sue, Moses. I don't like it. Just go back to being right, like, the be horror story. This is where I'm she curious posts. To know where it'll go. This is where she posts on Instagram. If you can't handle me at Susan, you can't have me at Sue Young. <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> there you go. And she loses twenty five thousand followers because they think she's an attorney. Ah, <laughs> I was gonna call you for legal advice. <laughs> okay, now Matthew Palmer, who's apparently a security guard, lasts three minutes against Moose. As Moose makes the mistake of not just pinning him, he ragdolls him for three minutes and then gets distracted by Willie Mack as the time expires. <laughs> Yo, you know who Matthew Palmer is? I found out last night who he is. You know who that guy is? Somebody that lives 10 hours away from that location? No. First and foremost, <laughs> just leave Robert Palmer's brother? Here. I might as well face it, you're addicted to the love, simply irresistible. No, you know who Matthew Palmer is? He is the husband of one Ember Moon. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I I knew I hated him. (laughs) (laughs) There was just something about him. I was like, I hate you. (laughs) There was just something about the guy. I was like, 
I don't like you. <laughs> and now I know why. <laughs> well, the only reason I knew about it is Ember Moon said congratulations to my hubby tonight. Then I saw what it was. I'm like, okay. Her, I mean, her husband's on back. You, you congratulate him. He got his ass kicked for three minutes. Well, it's an opportunity, Desert <laughs> He was on television. He was on television? Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, from one confusing segment with Sue Young becoming Susan to another, uh, Ethan Page counsels himself as the Karate Man. Uh, this this segment is getting so lambasted on Twitter because they think it's the dumbest shit ever that he's going to fight himself. It is the dumbest shit ever. It is, but yeah, it's getting so much hate. But then there's the other side of people like, hmm, I wonder wonder how they're going to pull this off. Like, Impact was majoritarily a pretty good show this week, but then they do stupid shit like this, and it, it makes them look... This is why people take the piss out of them. Are you taking the piss? I'm taking the piss. This is why people laugh at Impact, because they do stuff like this. Here's a taking the piss. You're taking the piss out of Impact. <laughs> uh, okay, main event. Well, yeah, main events. Uh, Sammy Callahan and Eddie Edwards beat the hell out of each other before even getting in the ring and starting the match. And when they do, the bell rings and the ref very quickly throws it out and just walks away. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Because they just continue to ignore his rules and beat the crap oh, out of each other. This shit, I'm out uh, it, it's getting brutal again. And as the brawl continues, uh, Sammy shows Alicia trapped backstage. As Eddie Edwards runs to her, he gets ambushed by Ken Shamrock. And then they wrap him in barbed wire and nail him with a baseball bat, as you do. Um, I still, I'm going to say this right now. I hate Alicia Edwards. Still. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so what was worse, that or Brie Bella screaming for Daniel Bryan and Kane? Brie Bella. Yeah. Brie Bella. <laughs> okay. See, you know however, however, this this part of the match kind of pissed me off because for one, it was clearly pre-recorded and uh, like completely separate from the match. Like it was a bad cut. You just knew that it was already recorded it was edited and everything but um when they when they went to go wrap eddie with the barbed wire they didn't even fucking wrap him with it he just made it look like they did and then kim chanrock had to sit there and hold his fucking arm up the entire time i'm like if you messed up it was already going to be pre-recorded, so could you not retake it? <laughs> retake the damn shot? Try again? Man. It was it was just sloppy. Well, I hated it. That that would have meant using more film. Yeah, one time take, baby. <laughs> you know, film's expensive <laughs> these days. I think the only good thing that we got out of it now is we got another barbed wire massacre match that I'm looking forward to. We do. Yeah, they announced it. Sammy and Eddie Edwards in a barbed wire massacre match are hard to kill. Oh, jeez. That's going to be a bloodbath. Well, the last time I think we saw the barbed wire massacre, wasn't that with LAX and OVE? I guess so. That was around the time I wasn't watching Impact. I just remember, you know, Sabu and Abyss and Jeff Hardy and Abyss. Yeah. Of course you remember Sabu in a barbed wire match. What else did he do? Well, I mean, the barbed wire massacre, you've had Sabu and Abyss, you had Abyss 
and the man who is now in MLW, Mel Martes, a.k.a. Judas Macias. Mm -hmm. Yeah, buddy. Nice. And, yeah, so that was the end of Impact. And there wasn't a shockwave this week, so I don't know what's going on with NWA. I guess they only filmed four episodes. I digress. Um, However, on January 28th, we are ready to rumble all the way back to the 80s as we present the 30th Max Wrestling Special Podcast Promo Rumble 6. For the first time ever, there are four Max Wrestling Championships on the line. Obviously, predictions will be determined for the 2021 Royal Rumble. Plus, a triple threat match with classic rules. It's the first ever three-time knowledge champion, the Phoenix, defending against Alex Dorio and Ella J. Plus, the Phoenix is also back in action in promo action, as Moses chose him as his challenger for the promo championship rematch after the draw at the Maxis. And there must be a winner. Fucking right. And... Finally, the Max Wrestling World Championship is defended for the first time ever, and you, the public, voted for my challenger to be moneymaker Chris Durham. You were expecting the shape, you were expecting the jester, honestly, I don't know what you're going to get, but I'll tell you this much, the world is mine. And we also, oh, oh, also, want to send a special thank you to Alex McMillan of Razor Red Noise for the official podcast promo rumble 6 theme song in the world go check him out now on youtube.com slash covers burn that's b-y-r-r-n and also on instagram at underscore alex mcmillan thank you very much uh i gave you a little bit of a a pop there mike (laughs) okay it's time for what is possibly the longest part of the show because we've got two shows to discuss at the same time as we enter the Wednesday Night War Zone. Uh, both shows were New Year's specials this week. We had New Year's Dash Night 1 for AEW and New Year's Evil from NXT. Safe to say, I think NXT had the better opening of course they had Karrion Cross defeating uh, Priest with what seems to be his new finisher a forearm to the back of the head simple effective I like it uh, unfortunately though he did seem to be favoring his shoulder a little bit at the end I'm not sure exactly how healed it is um, I mean he, he didn't come back too early I don't think I don't think so. I mean, he looked as ready to come back as can be. He's been working out strong. He's been working. Granted, I will admit that I'm. I was looking at him, and I'm. I'm not trying to be that judgmental guy. I'm not. But when he first came to NXT, he was like, he was ripped. He yeah. was. He was big. He was shredded. He was leaned out. It looks like he's like stayed on that. I got to get big diet and didn't lose enough like flab. So, I mean, he's still got his size, which is cool, but, like, he needs to, like, tone it up so he can get his thing back. But um, he did look a little slower, for sure, a little more cautious. Uh, but, I mean, I still liked it. I, I, I hope he's okay. I hope he didn't rush back from this injury. But the collarbone is one that – or it was, a, it was the collarbone. It was either collarbone or separated shoulder, right? Yeah, separated shoulder. 
separated there you shoulder. Go, separated shoulder. Okay, so that one's a little less severe. But I mean, he was he was out for well, like four months, six months. Yeah. He was out for a few months. Yeah. So he should be good. It's just he needs to shake off that rust. I mean, he was okay when he picked up Scarlett at the end. I mean, she, she was all <laughs> over him in, uh, last night. Trust me, bro. If there's one thing I'm going to be good at, picking her up. <laughs> I just want to say, did you guys see their um, New Year's party? So if you go on the Instagram Live at the Carrie and Cross, it was him and Scarlett just dancing the night away. You know what I'm saying? Do a little tango, a little something, something. You lucky son uh, of a bitch, Carrie Cross. Ah. Uh, that guy right there, that guy. Mm-hmm. That guy is like a role model. <laughs> that he is. And he's got a smoke show, man. Oh, is she a smoke show? Woo! Damn. Damn. As as we said, they had a better opening match than Dynamite. Not that the Dynamite match was bad, um, but it was the eight-man tag between SCU and the Young Bucks getting a win over the Hybrid 2 and the Acclaimed. Oh, hold on a minute. You forgot the one thing Acclaim did that was the best thing, man. So Max Caster, I'm talking about Platinum Max Caster. Yes, I'm representing LI, baby. Friggin' him and Anthony Bowens did a diss track friggin' talking about Buck Hunt. Every time I shoot, better duck, son. And he's talking about Young Bucks only kissed one girl because they're Christian. And it made me laugh because it was funny. Give me some more of their raps. <laughs> and they ain't crap. I love it so much. Uh, I hate it. I mean like it can be funny but I've never like rap <laughs> See, I'm not so, a rap guy rap is crap there yeah. you go Kurt Hedick Bobby Duncan Jr. and friggin oh my god Barry Wyndham yeah yeah that was on the Mayhem album yes it was yes it was it, like it's just so weird for me. I guess it's just been overdone, I think. Hey, but just every time they come out and one's trying to rap and the other one's got a wannabe boombox. And ah. like, no, just, just fucking stop. Like, if you want to rap, then put it on your fucking intro music. If you're going to come down rapping, just leave that shit for our truth Put it on SoundCloud. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, he is on SoundCloud. Platinum Max Caster, man. Max Caster is also an artist. He does a lot of raps. By the way, Travis, I got to send you one. He did one with Kristen Statlander. Oh, God. Oh, see, now you've piqued his interest. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. It just made me lose a little respect for her. Hey, <laughs> man. Don't hate. Don't hate, man. I'm representing the Long Island. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, Travis. I'm, I told you to send it. Well, after the match, SCU challenged the Bucks for the tag team titles. They seem to be talking like they're splitting up soon. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised. I, I got it. it. It's time, I think. But at the same time, uh, it's like, no, <laughs> I don't want to see it happen. But it, it's, it's their time. I mean, they've been together a while now. Of course, I remember them as Bad Influence in Impact, which was, God, must have been about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, I mean, they've had a good run as far as tag teams go. Back when Christopher Daniels was still coming out in Eyeliner. Yes. 
Maybe they can focus more on their comic book career. I I remember comparing his dance entrance to the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted. And yes. he yep. he actually DM'd me back saying his dance moves were outstanding. Because back then he didn't like replying to people publicly. He DM'd them back. Okay. Um, John Moxley finally made his return. Hold on, before we get to that, I don't mean to laugh because you're talking about Christopher Daniels, but still one of my favorite theme songs with uh, Impact at the time because Bad Influence, the only thing I remember about it, it had that beat. Remember the beat, Dad? Yes. It was... <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I think I downloaded it. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> nice. uh, John Moxley finally made his return. Um, his first live appearance in over a month. Uh, you know, apart from his tribute, obviously, which I guess was pre-recorded. Uh, so it was his first live appearance on Dynamite since December 2nd, losing the title to Omega. Oh, and Mark's just very pissed off, of course, about revenge on Kenny and Callis for how they won the title. But the next match saw Wardlow get a very surprising win. Over Jake Hager with the F10. Fucking hell, what a match. I loved it. I also loved the fact that the Inner Circle were on stage watching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is what... This this is the match I have been waiting for since Wardlow first uh, debuted in AEW. This is the match. And it was everything I hoped it would be. Yeah, it was Haas battle. Loved it. Like I said, fucking dudes are out there just doing like they're like as uh, as Harold pointed out so elegantly. These guys are huge and gigantic, and they're out there just like as smooth as glass, doing it. And the Wardlow with his high spots, and then fucking Hager still looks like he's in fight shape, like he's gonna fucking tear your face off. That like goddamn. That's man. what I mean. Like it was surprising because you look at Hager's background. You kind of expected him to get an easy win. Yeah, that you would think that, and then, and then, like I said, Wardlow, and it's, I'm like, dude, where, have, like, Wardlow, when he wants, when they finally put the light on him and they allow him to shine, he shines, yeah, and he is, he is one of those dudes where it's like, fuck, man, where are you, where are you hiding this guy? Stop hiding this guy, like we need more of this guy, like I'm already calling for him to be fucking TNT champ. <laughs> Uh, well, it's great. We'll stick with this because I don't think uh, you're going to be as positive about the next segment. Private Party bump into Snoop Dogg backstage before yeah, right. Matt Hardy. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> presents them with new contracts. Okay, so this motherfucker. Oh my god! So he's like standing there and fucking dumb shit's all. I brought the gin. Where's the juice? And first off, that's a gigantic bottle of gin. I'm just saying. But hey, if you're going to get down, you might as well get down the right way. So then he's, he asked the other dude, like, where's the juice? Well, I didn't bring the juice. Well, then first off, you suck. And second off, just fucking crack it open. Let's get hammered because I'm not waiting around for juice. In comes Snoop. Of course, he's got the juice. He's probably got some weed, but it's TNT, so we can't show the weed. <laughs> and then in comes goddamn piece of shit Matt Hardy. I'm screaming at my laptop. Go the fuck away. Everybody in the goddamn chat's laughing at me because I can't stand this fucker. And then he gives him a contract where he demands that he gets 30 fucking percent. And I'm like, 30 percent of what? And then he forces them to sign, and then everybody's like, that's a good deal. I'm like, well, that's a good deal? This motherfucker's getting 30% of your fucking cut, bud, to do jack shit. 
He ain't a manager. He's just some fucking mark. He's following you guys around. God, I can't stand this fucker. He needs to go away. I couldn't pay attention to this segment because everybody was making fun of damn southern accents. That's right. Because what did he? He's oh yeah, I had to go get my lawyer. Yeah, I was like, they're like, hey, listen to that. He didn't even say that right. I'm like, I thought he said it pretty damn normal. He's like, am I the only one that thinks that that's normal? I'm like, I was like, oh, Trav, it's all right. Oh, gee, heck, you're all right, Trav. You'll be all right, bud. (laughs) In his defense, in his defense, yes, that sounds normal. Every one of my mom's, I had to wear high also. Yes, that definitely is normal. That's how it's that's how, that's how that's how you say it, lawyer. That's how he said it. I'm not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lying here. Great. People need to be watching more my cousin Vinny. Yes. <laughs> the two youths. Two youths. Where's your attorney? Well, well hold on. I am the attorney. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta go back to Matt for a second. Okay. I and here's the thing, and I've seen the chats and also I, speaking of chats, I, we forgot to mention this earlier. I have now dubbed it the hashtag Marquez Lingo because Robert Davis started the watch party for New Japan, and we were sitting there watching it because I joined Robert as we were watching New Japan. And I said, somewhere right now, he's sleeping and dreaming. Moses Marquez is saying, this poor fucker and this fucker. And so and then Moses saw it, and he put the laugh emoji. I just had to put that out there. But, yeah, I dubbed it the Marquez Lingo because, you know, Moses, you do say this poor fucker and that fucker a lot. We could go everywhere with your lingo, sir. So it's not even the Moisms right now. It's the Marquez Lingo. And, hell, it's ML because it's my initial, biatch. So, anyway, I digress. So, Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, I told this was on the AEW chat, and I just watched Moses get angrier and angrier angrier and that is one of the best parts about the AEW chat and friggin RWT is watching Moses get angry every time Matt Hardy comes out you know and you did not disappoint I, yeah. every time I watch Dynamite and Matt Hardy comes on I always think I can't wait for tomorrow because Moses is gonna shit all over this segment because oh. I can't stand this fucking guy he does nothing at least the other fucker on the other TVs messing around with the fucking stoner and it's like, all right, cool. Well, at least he's doing something. I don't want to see him either, but at least he's fucking doing something. This poor bastard's don't just, I'm going to show up and take 30% of your fucking money. I'm trying to make you mad. Yeah, you can talk all the shit you want about Matt. <laughs> don't don't shit on Jeff. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy as the Hardy Bros, it's funny and it's good. Yeah, don't talk trash about Jeff, who's actually doing something. While That's Matt what I Hardy, said. he's actually doing something. Yeah, friggin' Matt <laughs> Hardy. Hey, like, also, you gotta realize, you know, we're on Max Wrestling right now, and who did an opening for us? Yes, Jeff. That's fantastic. So, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm pretty sure Matt commented on the whole Matt Riddle Jeff Hardy thing this week, saying, "Oh, they're just trying to have a Matt and Jeff thing because they can't have me." No, dude, shut up. He's kind of not wrong, though. <laughs> yeah, you're no, not wrong, but I'm pretty sure they just think Matt Riddle's a good match for Jeff Hardy. Yes, because one's a stoner and one is... A former stoner. Former stoner, yes. <laughs> I had to think how I had well, the word. Now, you, now you say it like yeah. that, it's probably not a good idea to put him with Matt Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like, it's you very- sure, man? 
You, you definitely <laughs> clean, bro. You sure you sober, man? Damn. I swear I got some CBD stuff, man. It shows up clean on the test, man. Well, yeah, no. Fucking Matt Hardy. That's you no. Know, that's why it pains me because as a Hardy Boy fan, I've said this. I love the Hardy Boys, but the fact that friggin' Matt Hardy has just become the drizzling shits, and I don't care about him with Private Partey. I just I hate it, and the fact that he's a heel now for no goddamn reason makes me annoyed. That that's the thing. He's just hanging around oh, like a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah, that's my yep. my thing with Matt is, I feel like he's let himself go, and he's been stiff in the ring for years. But Jeff, he can still go. Oh, yeah. It may take him a little bit longer to get back up, but he can still go. And he, he's not really as graceful as he used to be. Obviously, with the swan turn now, it's the pancake bomb. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's, he's what, 40-something now? In his early 40s, man, yeah. Yeah. So he's not going to be uh, as graceful, but at like least he's he in his late go. 50s. Yeah, whatever. He could bump around. That's fine. Yeah, he. I mean, he's <laughs> still trying to destroy his his back because it's spinal. Oh uh, yeah, it's spinal. My back is broken. Uh, all right, back to NXT. Santos Escobar defeats Grand Metalik wow. with a Falcon Arrow to retain the Cruiserweight Championship. Fuck, this match is good. God damn, I love this match. Fucking Grand Metalik finally got some goddamn time to shine. He's out here doing his fucking flippy shit all over the place. Santos Escobar, like an asshole, tries to take his mask off. I yelled, you fucker. It's crazy, really, how much TV time Lucha House Party again recently. Hey, dude, I'm all about it. Fuck, about time. Give him some, like, they need some fucking rub. You have excellent talent just sitting there. Now, Lindsay is not, like, the greatest, but he can go. Kalisto, I don't give a rat's fuck <laughs> about because he's what it. Where is Kalisto? But, like, What's he doing? I was just going to ask you the same thing. I don't know what the fuck fucker guy is. Somebody, somebody sign him up with Matt Hardy. He's, he's, he's too short. doing nothing. And him and, and Dorado and uh, Metalik are on Raw getting the shine, and Kalisto's on SmackDown doing nothing. Well, then let him do nothing while Metalik gets some shine. Much deserved to shine. I was hoping he would pull out the W, win the title, but, I mean, Santos has a lot behind him, but I, he's also getting stale to me, too. You know what I mean? This his his gimmick is hasn't exactly improved. They haven't changed much. Apparently, they're sponsored by Geico. Huh. Uh, you know, so I, I, it's time to mix it up. Yeah, you brought in a lucha. You had a great lucha match. Let's fucking either either keep having great lucha matches or change them up. He, like on the mic, he's full heel as well, but in the ring, he doesn't do anything heelish. Like no, be a not heel, at all. You're gonna be a heel. Yeah, you that's something he needs to seriously work on as far as far as like in ring style. He has he holds on to I'm trying to think of what his uh, persona was in Lucha Underground again. Um, oh, um, uh, King Cuerno. Thank you. He he still he was a the uh, he was a tweener, if you will, in Lucha Underground. So King Cuerno was he could have his heel moments, but he he would still wrestle like a babyface. He still had that ultimate babyface comeback. That fucking mile-long dive that he would do and shit. So, I mean, he can change his style up. His his mic work is awesome. So, like, like I said, it, in little improvements, or you can just keep having good lucha matches. But then that's what I'm going to expect every fucking time I see that cruiserweight title. 
Um, well, we go from that match to a straight up molly whopping as Zaya oh, yeah. Lee returns and molly whops uh, Katrina Cortez. Oh, poor Katrina, man. Good lord, that was a molly. I was like, hey, it's Kalista's girlfriend thing, wife, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then she got her ass beat. Um, I also like the fact that they've added another element to this whole mysterious thing with Zaya Lee and Boa, with the new guy that we don't know who the hell he is. Or the woman. That dude or the woman, chick. whoever it is, I don't know. It looks like the person okay, see, that in the mask in the confused the fuck out of me, too. Well, because, I mean, like, a couple of weeks ago, when we would saw, when we'd see the videos, we'd catch a glimpse, and it looked like a girl. It looked like some, like, demon lady. And now we're getting in here, and it looks like they just got some fucking geek out of the back and painted him up and said, go sit out there, because it didn't look the same like the same person at all. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? Who the fuck is this creepy, weird-looking person? Is it so Why all of a sudden are you in excellent shape? It's like retribution all over <laughs> yeah. again. We don't know who they're going to be, so just send people out there. Yep, fuck so, it. My original thought was since, like, okay, so if it was a woman, and I'm thinking to myself, what Japanese talent have they used? And the first name that came to my mind was the legendary Miss Mako Satomura, who was in the Mae Young Classic. I was just thinking the same. Yep, yep. But would she be able to come over from Japan still? Isn't she back home? I have no idea, man. But that was my first thought. But I don't think, I think you're right about that. But yeah, that was my that was just maybe, the first person that came to mind because I remember they used her. Maybe that's why they're using a the stand-in. Be me, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please get out of retribution, Mia. Do what Mercedes yeah. did. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Here's what they did. They said, Mercedes, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put you in retribution, call you back up to the roster. You know what Mercedes Martinez said? I'm good. I'm gonna go back to NXT. Love it. And look at her now. Yeah. Say, speaking of people who are talking about going up, did we talk about how uh, rumors are going around that uh, Priest is on his way up? Yeah, oh, no. and Champa. Oh, fuck, not Ch- I didn't hear about Champa. I heard about I heard about fucking big now, dude. They've been saying you can take that it. about. They've been saying that about Champa for like a year. Yeah, and I, I remember yeah. the the rumor that Champa apparently said. If they ever asked him to leave NXT, he'd just retire and become a producer. Yeah, fine with me. Because please don't go to me. This is this is that time of year that I hate. Because like, oh, this guy's going to WWE. Oh, Mm. here comes Ronda Rousey. It's January. Contracts end. Yeah, I'm just shocked Dazzy hasn't even started in on the Ronda Rousey shit yet. I quit on Ronda Rousey. They've missed so many golden opportunities to bring her back now. And she's too busy fucking gaming. She don't want to come back. She knows she don't want to come back. She doesn't want the hard schedule of having to put people over. No, she hated the schedule. Why can't I just go out there and kill him? It's Royal Rumble season, so there's always the speculations. Hell, they're even saying, uh, who, who was it? Uh, Jay White? Yeah, Jay White. Oh, fuck no. First off, Jay White's a very smart young man. He knows damn well (laughs) I'm not going to WWE for nothing. It's also a lot different this year. Yeah, there's, there's, I, from what I've heard, there's like little to no people being released from contracts and being possible signees. The two biggest names I've heard for free agents this year are Ethan Page and fucking Jay White. That's it. And maybe and maybe Kazuchika Okada, but 
he's not going to fucking leave Japan. Uh, Pillman Jr. Pillman Jr. is already basically going to sign with AEW. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, fucking well known. But, but that that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, just, it's rumble season, and there's no reports about contracts. So, they're like, okay, so who's getting caught up? I'm about to say call-ups and legends. Yeah, Expect call-ups and legends. Seems to be yep. less leaks going on, but there's also still some... There's some travel restrictions still going on, and obviously there's no crowd. Uh, well, there is a rumor that they're going to have limited audience at the Rumble, which would be fresh for WWE. I mean, AEW have been doing it for fucking how long? I mean, yeah, yeah. for a while now. I mean, and then last night, hell, it looked like they allowed more people in that place. Mm. Even, you know, Wrestle Kingdom didn't look too bad for the crowd. No, and then, and, and on top of that, fucking looked like Japan was going to go into another lockdown. <laughs> they ended up not, and and then they, they had the show, regardless if they were going to go into lockdown or not, they were like, fuck you, we're doing this show. <laughs> and then they got told, no, you guys are good, go ahead. And, and then because it's a fucking 80,000 plus seat stadium dome, fucking of course they still had like 10,000 people in the motherfucker. I don't know if that was the actual number, though. But I know that there was a lot, because, fuck, it definitely... I mean, it wasn't as ruckus as every other Wrestle Kingdom I've ever watched, Yeah. but it definitely wasn't any less loud. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, Japanese crowds... all they could do is stomp and clap. Japanese crowds are typically pretty quiet anyway, so it didn't really sound any different. <laughs> but damn. Um. All right. Love me Wrestle Kingdom. I said it was great. Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez had another costly I mean, it, it was off the chain right from the beginning. There was a spot where mm-hmm. Raquel rips off literally part of the fence with the handcuffs and then just smashes Rhea in the face with it. Yep. Uh, this match was beyond sick. Like, I loved it, but uh, it infuriated me all at the same time. Yeah, you're probably on the same wavelength as me. So, like, uh, there was a spot where Rhea drove Raquel through the glass door, and I was laughing earlier, Mike, um, because, of course, Dakota attacked Rhea with a candlestick, and then you were mentioning being locked in a locker, and that's exactly what Rhea Ripley did to Dakota Kai. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That did make me happy, though. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but after... Putting Rhea through the stage, Raquel beats the count, and Rhea takes yet another loss. And I, can't, I, you know, tweeted out as Rhea actually won a singles match since she jumped to Charlotte, and then Mike and everybody else like, oh, she won this match not too long ago. I'm like, okay, okay, but she hasn't won a big match. She seems to be losing yeah. all the big matches. She she hasn't won the matches that matter. It, yeah, exactly. The last matches I remember her winning, and the dude under it also so eloquently put it on your tweet there, man, was she beat Aaliyah in that thing with Robert Stone. Yeah, but everybody uh, beats she, Aaliyah. That is true. She also beat Reyna in the one-on-one match that was before the last woman standing. And I believe she, yeah, that was about it, like Aaliyah and, uh, and Raquel. And I think she may have beaten, no, nah, she didn't beat Tony Storm. I think Tony Storm beat her. Dude, outside interference. But yeah, no, that was her last two wins were Aaliyah and uh, Reyna the first time around. Raquel. I'm sorry, I gotta get used to calling her Raquel, Raquel. not Reyna Gonzalez. Well, at least you didn't call her fucking Raquel Diaz like I did. Oh, yeah, Mr. Shaw Guerrero over <laughs> here. I would not be unhappy if Rhea got called up because I think she's had too many losses in NXT recently now to come back from it. 
So it would be refreshing for her to go to SmackDown or Raw. First order of business, come out and Molly Wap Charlotte. Yes, Rhea win the Rumble, go Molly Wap Charlotte at WrestleMania, please. Yep. Or if if they're just going to keep giving her this kind of treatment, fuck that shit, go to AEW and prove that women's division oh, and show the image fucking woman. Yeah. Oh, Rhea Ripley would really shake up the women's division in AEW because they're all tiny. Hell yeah. <laughs> She would tower oh, over everybody as well. Like, yeah. I, I would just, like, just the possibilities. Like, I, I do that often anyways, just out of, just for my own pleasure. It's just thinking of, like, who, hey, who could you put up against from this company to this company, you know? Who, like, fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, like, Darby Allen and Crazy Steve. Or, you know, just stuff like that. And, like, I think Sheeta versus Rhea Ripley would be pretty fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Sheeta's got well, experience taking down bigger women. But, yeah, speaking of Sheeta, Mike? I was going to say Abaddon, man. Yeah, that too. Or Chris Statlander. I, um... No, man. I actually Talk about the bite, man. Beitner, friggin' Sheeta and Abaddon. Oh, I actually forgot this match was on the card until it happened. Um, I'm not sure what I was expecting because Sheeta's just beaten everybody. Um, it may be too early to give the title to Abaddon, even though she seems indestructible. But obviously, she's not because she lost the match. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah. Uh, maybe they shouldn't have booked a women's title match so soon. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, maybe a little early? I was hoping it was going to be the other way around, but, I mean, they've got something planned for Sheeta, and and they're not they're not breaking off of it. My guess is they're saving her for Riho. Riho? When, if and when she's able to come back. Oh, well, she's stuck in Japan, yeah. I, thought, yeah. I thought she was done with AEW. As far as I know, she still has a contract yeah. with them. Uh, I... I could have sworn she, what was Maybe it, she uh, might be going back to stardom? Or I know what, she, well, what's that? AEW allows people to work other promotions like that, especially yeah. when they're outside their country. So, I mean, it's a possibility. I've, like I said, I've heard that she's still on the roster, and let's see, who else was hanging out still? Because I know Statlander's hanging out still. She's, I guess, just injured. Well, yeah. uh, looking at Rio's Wikipedia page, it says she's... Uh, signed to AEW, but is currently unable to wrestle in the U.S. due to COVID-19 travel restrictions. See, uh, goddamn COVID. Fuck <laughs> shit up, wait. So, but, I mean, like I said, it's... She could be coming... Well, I'm hoping... Man, well, I don't know. I don't However, know when that's going to open up. So, um, Then in December, apparently, Dave Meltzer said she's no longer with the company. Oh, she's no longer so she's no longer with Stardom. Be okay. um, because AEW, uh, oh. because she's with AEW and Stardom, one of those work full time. So she's no longer with Stardom. Uh, See, so she's at home collecting the check. <laughs> Must be nice. Uh, yeah, so we jumped ahead a little bit, but going back, we had the weigh-in between Brian Cage <gasps> and Darby Allen. 
What the hell was that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. He said the line. What the hell was that? Yes, we got a what the hell was that. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the hell? Oh, my God. This thing was awesome. So, like, sometimes fucking I, whole sometimes team has has to come in. Sometimes I forget I said that shit. Stupid. But no, I, I mean, I thought this whole thing was, I mean, it was fine. It was nothing too fucking whatever. But so I have like nitpicks with it, but they're funny ones at least. So like, I don't understand why all fucking Team Taz needs to come out. But anytime I get to see power powerhouse Will Haas, I'm all about it anyway. Um, So they fucking come out and I'm like looking at Cage and then here comes fucking Dabby. And I'm like, Cage is like three of you, bro. It's okay though. Why the fuck are we doing this weigh-in thing? I'm like, wait, there's a. Why are we doing this weigh-in thing? Like, we've never done a weigh-in, but all right. Yeah, just stand next to each other. Yeah, he's definitely like, bigger than you. So, yeah. and then that's that was the thing that killed me. Fucking Taz is all. Well, how do I know he's bigger than him? I'm like, excuse me. How do you how do you yeah. know that how do you know that Cage is bigger than Darby? Um, are your eyes broken? Because mine work just fine, and I'm fucking at home sitting down watching through the TV. <sighs> so this big fucker the gets only... on the scale He's like 280 something And then so he gets off And then fucking Darby gets on And he's like 140 something And Taz throws a fence Well look at all the goddamn clothes he has on <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry what <laughs> That belt buckle's made out of metal for a start I was like oh my god Just, just, the, just fuck off The only thing worth The time in this segment Was seeing the new belt yeah, but we didn't even get a good look at it. Like, yeah, until that kind of made me mad. Until it was posted on Twitter, I couldn't even tell that it was just the same belt with a black strap. But it does look better. I mean, it uh, the black really does make it pop, not going to lie. Yeah. I really liked it, but yeah, way to not even give a fuck about showing it off. Well, well you got to also think, like, you don't want to... They can't go out and, like, present it to them or... They can't, you know, make it make a big deal about it because it'll take away the the legacy of the old strap. You know what I mean? And like, it would take away from that. And they want the okay, old okay. strap. I, 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 under, I understand that, but you're telling me then when this motherfucker is walking outside or walking into the ring, he can't pull it up. Maybe like put it over his shoulder. Give it a little rub well, and then walk. He he tried to, but I think he kind of messed it up. He was supposed to because it was kind of hidden when he first came out through the tunnel. Yeah, because he was carrying and a he fucking went skateboard. to go hold it up. Yeah, I was like, "What the and fuck, dude?" I don't, I don't know if it was. Back. I don't know if it was just a Darby fuck up or a cameraman fuck up. Well, like, even when Tony just kind of went, "Oh yeah, by the way, he's got a new belt because we retired the old one last week," and Darby just completely ignored him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. it was weird. It was very awkward, but it still looks good, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So as Team Taz close in on Darby, because apparently he weighs less than they say he does, uh, out comes Sting once again to make the save. It's Sting! The save? What save? He didn't make no fucking... Well, I mean, they hightailed it out of the ring again. Even there's, there's like freaking four or five of them, and they keep running away from Sting. Okay, hold on. All right, here's uh, Mike's not got his rant gimmicks. Here's for mine. 
somebody needs to clip this, send it to the big TK. TK, listen up. Look here. I know you're 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 probably a little invested with the Jags right now. You got the first overall pick. Trevor Lawrence looks sexy. Focus, okay? Focus. I need you to focus. I need you to pay attention. I need you to look right at me, even though I'm on a goddamn audio platform right now. What I need you to do is I need you to understand that Sting needs to fucking do something. He can't just stand there and fucking just be this guy that points a fucking bat and looks like you're, you know, the scary grandpa during Halloween all the fucking time. And by the way, uh, it's Christmas is over. Can we stop with the snow? Okay, you, you're in fucking Florida. They've never seen snow before. Enough with the snow. Like I said, unless you legitimately plan to show up in the summer with surfer sting, I, I'm sick of the fucking snow. Have him do something. Swing the fucking bat at somebody for crying out loud. Get in the ring and howl even. But just go in there, walk, like walk through a door. Not come down from rafters, even though there's no fucking rafters. Not, you know, uh, come through the entranceway. No, he comes through the back door and then just walks. Do something with this fucking guy. And this is coming from a sting mark, okay? I love that. They never Stop paying attention before. to the draft. <laughs> and start making and start doing shit with Sting, goddammit. Uh, why the fuck's the rain solid and white? <laughs> They're like, what the hell is this? It, I mean, it is a cool entrance, but yeah, they can't do the winter thing forever. I mean, like, well, what, is, what is Sting, the Night King? Yes. Well, winter's coming, though. It's always coming. Winter's here 24-7. That would be a lot cooler if they didn't get molly whopped in game of thrones molly all that build up and they killed him in one episode <clears throat> but i digress <sighs> yeah i i also see sting as the angry guy he kind of like uh clint eastwood in gran turismo not gran torino, gran torino. Tur yeah gran turismo was a fucking racing game gran torino what's this it you fucking kids come around after darby allen <laughs> <laughs> You know what that reminds me of a Gran Torino? Where friggin', you know, the, the gang members are coming up on the girl, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, the wankster comes over. He goes, way to go, old man. Shut up, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't care how old he is. Don't fuck with Clint Eastwood. Oh, of course. Know. You ever come across someone that you shouldn't have fucked with? That's me. <laughs> yes. Now, FTR insult Marco Stunt. Poor guy's been getting insulted all week. Last week he got insulted by an eight-year-old. Great segment, by the way. Very good. Um, Marco Stunt then gets pissed off and demands to take Luchasaurus' spot with Jungle Boy next week in their tag match. Yeah, he's going to get Molly whopped. He's going to get hurt. Molly whopped. He's going to get Marco whopped. Marco whopped. I like that. Okay. I think Moses said it last night. Somebody did, but I'll say it now. Uh, they need to pull the plug on the fucking four horsemen or whatever it is they no, got that playing. Was FTR. Yeah, well, either way, somebody said it, and they need to do it. They need to pull the plug on it and get it rolling. Yeah, it, it's time. It's time. Whether whether your your fourth guy is going to be fucking Sean Spears or it's going to be somebody else, but they you need your fourth now. And we need to get this fucking moving because well, they still need FDR the third. is stale as shit. They need the third and the fourth. Okay, fine. So go find another fucking tag team. I don't know if I can do something. Let's go. Choppity motherfucking chops. 
Like it's, FTR has gotten stale. And, and it sucks to say that. It's great to be, and I have said this before about everybody else, like it, it, especially when it comes down to AEW, being a big name does not do you enough. Being have, Putting on great matches is not enough. You need more yeah. to be a big star in this in this company. Uh, I just wanted to ask y'all. I'm glad that we brought this up. Uh, I was watching, you know, Wrestle Kingdom and the uh, little promo with Mox. What do y'all think the possibilities of him being one of those members would be? I kind of like him as the the lone. Sort of he's he is a total lone wolf. Well, yeah. I mean, they they were calling him, you know, they basically called him a, a horseman, you know, because writer named Death. Right. That's what. That's one of the horsemen. But that was how, that was his thing in Japan. He was the Death Rider. <laughs> I know, that's... I know, but it it could play in. You never know. Remember. Uh... Nah, I don't want to know. Six years ago when he won the WWE title, people comparing him to Stone Cold. He's closer to Stone Cold now than he ever was. Yes. Oh, yes. Cool. Or I could see a loose cannon Brian Feldman in him. <laughs> that Mox, Mox has got a gun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mox got a gun. Uh, all right. The way celebrate Johnny Gargano breaking his curse uh, of defending the North American title last week before Travis's favorite segment of the week as Shotzi interrupts and oh, the best way I can describe it is fires a projectile from her tank at Austin Fury's balls. Hold yes. on. Let's say it the right way. Since Steve Carino is a coach and everything at NXT and helps him, she friggin' firecrackered him in the ding-ding. She shot him in the, the ding. ding. <laughs> Shot him in the dick. It's 21 Jump Street. Who shoots a guy in the dick? You. I fucking cherish I, you. I think my favorite part about that, that bit is it. if you go back and look at it, it kind of looks like Austin Theory's trying to catch the bullet so it doesn't hit him, but he messed up. Yeah. And it shot off a lot faster than he was expecting, and he missed. He got too and close. It actually did get hit. I can understand like, why. I'm pretty sure it was a hundred percent real. Because when, when <laughs> she came out at War Games, it it was kind of stiff when it fired out, so it was a little bit slower. So I think yeah. he was expecting the same thing again, but nope, boom, <laughs> nope. Well, he uh, was, he was all up fucking close on the goddamn thing, and then bam, right in the nuts. But there's one thing I have to point out. Is is fucking Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are the shortest parents I've ever seen in professional wrestling? Because like, they're both like five one, five two, and their kids are like six four. Yeah. I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> like they're, dude, they're definitely what? fostered. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking telling me, bud. You know uh, and then the fucking you. picture where apparently like. Fucking Candace is like Captain America, but like a lady version. Yeah, I I, I yes. do like that where we're getting a little bit more mic time from Indy, because previously she's just been stood there doing nothing. Yeah, she. I'm glad she's doing some talking at the minimum. Uh, more Indy talking, <laughs> less Austin talking. Atta boy. More getting Austin getting hit in the nuts. Yes, more of that, please. Yes. Well, he did in the in the tag <laughs> match, which proceeded. Uh-huh. Um, Kushida heads off Gargano and Loomis takes it upon himself as the host to book an impromptu tag match by announcing it with the ring bell and then pointing to a drawing of the match. 
This was the one time that I actually liked him. Oh, he's just like standing there with the ring bell. Bing. How like, many times have we been saying that right. Dexter Smith is great, and you want to be the first time that you like him? What is wrong with you, Travis? And I have been telling you that he's great. Oh my god. Okay. The reason I don't like him is this guy is the fucking creep from the creep farm, okay? And he apparently is the most athletic creep, creepy farm person I've ever fucking seen because one minute he's just slow, methodical, choking you out, and then he's over here doing flippy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Pick up your goddamn well, We've been telling you for months, you... Moses goddamn Marquez, we've been telling you for months how great Dexter Lewis was, and now all of a sudden you just want to jump on the damn train? Who are you, the Quad City fucking DJs? Come on, Mills, let's get with the program. Quad City, what the fuck are the... Anyway, no, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's... He'll he'll rub off on me eventually. The, the It happened with Damian Priest. I'm sure it'll happen with this fucking geek from the creep farm and the fucking flipping and... Yeah. This serial killer. Right now, I still don't like him. I just don't get it. He's like a silent killer dude that all of a sudden does flips. And then he's kind of cool because now he's extra silent and being weird with the bell and shit. Yeah, I wish Siri was being silent just then. I didn't even ask her anything. Well, yeah, fucking Siri never shut the hell up. <laughs> That's why I buy an Android, baby. Um, but yes, the some miscommunication during the match resulted in another nut shot for Fury. This time accidentally from Gargano. It was great. Headbutt right to your balls. And Kushida gets the win. Attaboy, Kashid. Uh, let's head back to AEW before we get to the NXT main event. Um, Cody Rhodes took on Matt Seidel. Uh, apparently, they got some history. Mm -hmm. Never really occurred to me. But, yeah, they got some history. Like Cody was saying, they, they always passed like, ships in the nights because one was going in, one was coming out. But uh, they finally went one-on-one. -on -one. Uh Seidel actually hits a page turner during the match. He also botches. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's anything as bad as that top rope botch in the summer. Hey, no. no goddamn knock us out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Cody gets the win and is immediately jumped by Lufer and Serpentico because Cody accidentally hit Serpentico during the match. Mm-hmm. Okay, We're not going to talk about his new thing or his his theme that I, I'm oh, hoping is a one night be a thing. one night thing. Yeah, that Oops. was really bad. I love yeah. Snoop, I do, but even 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 uh, his version of Sasha's thing, like I don't like I that either. That. I mean, it's you know what I guess that they did the same yeah. thing that they do with Sasha's, where they go from one to the other and flip between the two mm -hmm. versions. Like, knock it off, pick one. You know what I got to say to that, Daz? Shut the. F Fuck up, Snoop Dogg. That and yes, <laughs> y'all, so fresh, y'all. We talk about Sasha Banks, y'all. And I'm like, all right, that's nice. Well, here's the thing. Like you guys mentioned, they go back and forth to, you know, I am my kingdom, and then freaking Snoop rapping, and Sasha's is just... I will say yes. Oh, sorry. Yes, and then freaking Sasha's is just, you know, it's... you know, they had a dream I had I made, and then it's just, yes, y'all, so fresh, y'all. And I'm like, pick one, man. It does man. kind of work with Sasha, though, but it doesn't work with Cody because he's got this badass theme. It's like, can you imagine if he did it with Triple H coming out to Motorhead and then just switches to, I'm the game, y'all. Time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I love you, Snoop. Please, please don't I, hate us. We love I, you, but I, no. I, yeah, you put that in our head. Put it in our head. 
the price you pay, uh, dog. I, kind of, I definitely, I definitely want to hear that now. <laughs> you so shut the hell have, up, Tram. Just have Snoop go and make an album, <laughs> yeah. just no. redoing everybody's no. themes. I <laughs> oh. do big shows. <laughs> okay, that'd be hilarious. The big show, baby. <laughs> that'd be that'd be the great one right there. I think I'd like that one a lot. <laughs> okay, hold on. The best one. The best one would be Nakamura. I don't know what the fuck he's saying, oh. y'all, because he's talking Japanese. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, Bruce Lee or something. Even even have him go back a little old school a little bit with TNA and have him do hardcore country. Oh, that's hardcore <laughs> country. Hell. Oh, okay. Wait. Ooh, okay. So when it comes to um, Cody's theme, well, you have Downstate who sings their song. Who down? Who sings? I came to play for the Miz, and they've done a lot of WWE songs too. Yeah, they did a Ziggler theme too. Yep. Correct. Oh, they did Alex Riley's theme. Say it to my face, oh, cool. every devil man. Yes, it was. Yeah, they need to do an album. They do. Or replace Death Rebel for the love of God, please. Absolutely. Yeah, they suck. Uh, the only good Death Rebel song actually is Gary and Cross. Yes, which I didn't yeah, even realize was Death Rebel. Yeah. Oh, I was right. about to say, hey, why can't they do more like that? You were just talking about, you know, if Snoop did Triple H, I was about to say, what if Snoop did Karrion Cross's Fallen Prey? Uh, <laughs> somebody kicked Trav off this call. Let me tell you something about hey, I'll, I'll, I'll finally get some sleep if y'all did that. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> None of that fucking now keep talking. <laughs> the thing about Snoop Dogg that really bugged me, man. I'm gonna say this was about what, like maybe like eight years ago, some shit when this was popular. When he did that song with Big Time Rush, he was very big on Nickelodeon. That song, Boyfriend, and they thought, hey, man, what can we do to get this black ass pop group that's on a TV show popular? I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna put Snoop on the track, talking about, you know, you meet a boyfriend, and I could be that. And I'm like, no, man, the song still sucks. They suck. Make me want to up Chuck Big Time Rush. Fuck yourselves. So, yeah, that was the only time I really had, like, a little bit of beef with Snoop, man. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't very gangster. Nickelodeon. Like, oh, yeah, man. Well, that's what he did. And I'm like, well, Snoop on Nickelodeon, man. I just felt like, what happened to Ain't No Fun if the homies can't have none? Fuck that, what, what about WrestleMania when he planted one on Maria? Oh, my God. WrestleMania 24. <laughs> I mean, well, she was the Playboy Playmate of the year, man. This was at the, you know this, man. This was at the time when every time they did a Playboy girl shoot, they would get like a women's title match or a big match at Mania. He's to the greatest love I've ever known, y'all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Now, I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know if it was at the exact same time, but it was for me when I was split screening and watching NXT and AEW at the same time. Um, I was like a little far ahead, I think, in AEW than I was NXT at the time. But either way, for me, I was laughing my ass off because when during this match, uh, Snoop was, you know, pretending to be Arn Anderson <laughs> for Cody, <laughs> which was just freaking he hilarious. He even pulls the papers up to his face and some shit. Like, give him advice. Yeah, but then. Uh, on NXT, it went to picture in picture, and it was Snoop Dogg like on there. It was a <laughs> Corona. It was a Corona commercial, but I just thought it was hilarious that Snoop was on both wrestling shows at the same time for me. 
Um, okay. So Matt said I'll protect I Cody. I got a problem with you, Dad. I'm sorry. I got a problem with you because I'm now featuring Snoop Dogg singing, here's to the greatest love I've ever known. I'm burning up in your love. I hate you. I have that burning image in my head. Burning up in your now. love, dog. Oh, no. Um, well, if if it was if it's not bad enough that he's ruining theme songs, he then did some kind of splash. A dog splash. Dude, it definitely dude, wasn't a frog splash. This is that splash that you hit on your little brother when you tell him, "Hey, oh, but he finally let you hit it, but you're really afraid of squashing him, so you land on your feet and then you crumble him and you're like, "Yeah, that was great." Yeah, he looks so unstable trying to get his balance. I I was just picturing dude, him slipping. I was yeah, me too. I was like, he's going to fall backwards. Like, I have this bad, bad feeling. He's going to fall backwards. And he, he caught himself. He he leaped. And then he remembered, holy fuck, my legs are long as shit. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, like, playing basketball. Well, I, I don't know if y'all call it something different where y'all are. Basketball. But here, well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying, like, uh, a green <laughs> shot. Okay. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the green. It's a green yeah. shot. Yeah. So I I just compare it to that to where Snoop has been spending too much time with Martha Stewart and now he's having to do Granny Shot wrestling. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it, so okay. it was almost a foot stomp so, into a splash. Yes. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Mike. Him do this. I, well, yeah, you're fine, man. I was gonna say watching him do this. It's like, oh, I didn't know Hornswoggle, you know, grew. I had a massive growth spurt. It's like watching Hornswoggle do the tadpoles. Yeah, give give me sport. Hey, at least, at least Swoggle does, does it a hell of a lot better than what Snoop did. Yeah, and he can land properly. Give, give me this is give true. me sport reported it as a as Snoop Dogg doing a frog splash. That most definitely was not a frog splash. That was not no fucking frog splash, <laughs> bub. <laughs> okay. That's a, what we call in the, in the biz a barely splash. <laughs> Um, main event for so NXT. I'm calling it the Granny Splash. The, yeah. The Granny Splash. Yeah. So, <laughs> main event for NXT was, as we said, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly trying to kill each other again. Fucking hell. Why? Why must these motherfuckers try to hurt themselves to such an extent? And, dude, wh- why would you take that goddamn bump with the fucking rope in your mouth? Oh. Oh my god, like, I immediately felt bad. I said, dude, his jaw is fucked. It's probably broken. I think we often forget he's that it's like, actually steel cables under those ropes. It's like, fuck, dude. Ow. And then he just, somehow, some way, he has the fucking testicle fortitude to just keep going. And, <laughs> and then, I don't know how Finn got busted open. But then he got um, busted open, and then he, I don't know how he fucked up his shoulder, but he fucked up his shoulder. I'm like, what in the... Like, I'm watching this thing intently. I'm like, besides just stretching the fuck out of it, it's like, what happened? What did I miss? I'm guessing he got busted this open was, by a kick. That, I would not be surprised, because, you know, we all know how fucking stiff Kyle is. Yeah, they did a great job at, after the match, though, of Bala kind of looking like the king that he should be instead of the prince. And yeah. Kyle just looking pissed off for himself in the corner, holding his jaw. Well, oh yeah. Well, I mean, and then the upside is getting that uh, that submission win. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Cole and uh, Roddy's like, it's okay, it's, no, it's okay, it's no, it's no big deal. And Kyle's like, nah, fuck that, fucking lost, fucking again. Well, yeah, I'd be pissed. Are you kidding me? That's that's real man shit right there. I was kind of expecting Bala to, you know, offer his hand and help him up, but. 
Yeah. He just kind of stood there. Yeah, and was like, yeah, yeah, bye. Mm-hmm. But no. But yeah, at we least don't get the good stuff. Battle looked like a killer. Yeah, he looked very strong. That's the best he's looked in a long time, I think. You gotta wonder who's next for him now. Because they also announced the uh, next takeover is not Royal Rumble weekend. It is February 14th. And I'm all pissed that they haven't just straight up announced it as St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Right. Everybody's like, give it a couple of weeks, they'll announce it. Well, just do it now. It's obviously going to be on St. Valentine's Day. It doesn't take that much thought. Nah, fuck that. Oh, we're going to surprise you in two weeks. Um, look, hey, and now it's St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. Kind of obvious. Yeah, you fuckers. You know, I know, right? I'm like, it's kind of getting to that point where it's like, we know you're, we know what you're doing. You can just advertise it now. Because oh, you're gonna make us wait. You guys, even, even right after it aired, uh, Barrett was just like, "Hey, it's on Valentine's Day." <laughs> Fucking goddamn Wade Barrett. I love this guy, but I can't help but like have to make fun of him. Like half the show I watch. He's just like, oh my god, that. I'm like, oh, you know, I got, I've got some fucking bad news. And I run up and down the house yelling it all day. My wife's like, can you knock it off? I'm like, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I can't stop. And she's like, what? I'm like, I physically can't stop. It's infectious. Uh, it is. It really dude, is. Dude, I'm telling you, like, my wife, she fucking hates wrestling. She hates everything damn about it. And I, I haven't even told her that he's on commentator because if I did she would be fucking doing it she loves that guy <laughs> who doesn't love that fucking thing I got some bad news <laughs> <laughs> alright now AEW's main event was Kenny Omega I think this was his first defense oh. of the title against Ray Phoenix yeah, yeah. And what a fucking great match. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so tough watching these two main events side by side. I can imagine. I could not imagine how hard your job was last night. Fuck. But, dude, for coming from a dude who saw their, their match in AAA, this was better than the match in AAA. This, they, and, and it was shorter, and it was spec-fucking-tacular. Just, just absolutely he, balls of the walls, great. Love the it. damn uh, Ray Phoenix was trying to jump back into the ring and he just chopped the fuck mm-hmm. out of him in midair. I was, I, I felt that. I screamed in horror. <laughs> yeah. Kenny landed on his head a couple times. I screamed in horror. I was like, dude, can we not fucking land on our heads, please? Uh, the freaking dragon. Uh, Snapdragon suplex oh my on the God. outside. That was I, bad. That was brutal. With that one. And a very nasty yep. looking Tiger Driver too. Yep. Fuck. Dude, that looks so bad. Oh, it was my almost God. like Kenny actually said, "Fuck your neck." He no, yeah. like seriously though. He was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna take a page out of Coda's book. Watch this." Because <laughs> fucking hell. It, Surprisingly, that didn't finish the match, and it took no. a V-trigger and a one-winged somehow angel. alive. And then, yeah, he hits the move that nobody in the world can kick out of, apparently. Apart from Okada. Okada never kicked out of it. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, no, yeah, it, time that, it was a time limit draw. Yeah, he, oh my god, fuck. Those things, too. 
Jesus Christ. He fucking rears that knee back and bam. It's a trigger for sure. There's a fucking gun going off. Well, can can we keep it as nobody ever kicks out of the one winged angel? Because in like twenty years it'll become a transition move. I really I oh, fuck I no, please don't. I, I mean that's I'm glad they made Killian Dane stop using it when he was using it in NXT. Mainly because I'm sure they were afraid of somebody getting hurt. Yeah. Fine by me. But I cannot allow this just to be some fucking basic ass move. This is like the blue fucking thunderbomb. How in the fuck uh, is that just a basic ass fucking move? Like, don't like stop that. Stop it, it now. It bugs me. Basic always, transition moves. They always use a blue thunderbomb as a big move for Sami Zayn, and he's never won a match with it. But it's like, but come, I mean, my, the haluva kick should be setting up for the fucking blue thunderbomb. Yeah. Personally, that's how I look at it. Okay, you come out of the corner, Draghi, boom, right in the blue thunderbomb, it's over. Like, come on, it's fucking, it spells itself for fuck's sake. But that's what I'm saying. Like, having this move be a transition move is 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 asinine. Transition moves are basic-ass moves, hammerlocks, you know, uh, fucking duck under takeovers, you know, single legs. Do shit that is wrestling. Not every gigantic extra great move ever has to be, oh, well, this is, you know, the start of our fucking heat segment, and now... You know, he hit this big move. Can this guy come back? No, he shouldn't have hit the big move for the guy to come back. The big move should have been like a, a catching power slam, a superplex or something. I mean, that move's been diluted to fuck as hell anyway, so might as well kill it some more. Hell, there's hardly any damn signature moves nowadays, really. Yeah. That's the problem. Even everybody, everybody does a suicide dive, too. Everybody! Even fucking, uh, oh, even, well, even Okada during fucking Wrestle Kingdom against Will Ospreay, even he pulled out fucking some high-flying shit. Yeah. I mean, granted, from Okada, that's once in a blue moon. I'm all about it. But I'm just saying, like, the high-flying shit everybody's doing. Yeah, Suicide Dive has become oh, as basic as a vertical oh. suplex. The oh, GTS. Yeah. yeah. It's starting to become more of a transition. Yeah, that's true, too. Knock it off, goddammit. <laughs> Um, well, after the match, backstage, Eddie Kingston and Fam have attacked Penta and Pac as Callis threatens uh, Kenny ending Phoenix's career, but Mox comes for revenge, nails on Mako with a barbed wire bat, uh, and then Gallows and Anderson show up out of nowhere and blindside Mox. It's that man up hooking good bros. Like, it's weird because we've been seeing Kenny on Impact for a few weeks and obviously hanging around with the Good Brothers, but I still kind of had a mark-out moment as the Good Brothers showed up on Dynamite, on AEW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, it's the Impact belts on a legit show. Yeah. Sorry, Impact. Oh, it was so wild. <laughs> it was so wild. I don't... It, I, I felt like I was in another universe almost. I don't, I don't think those particular <laughs> belts have ever been on a live broadcast, have they? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe not live to TV, that's for sure. <laughs> but great moment again. And then uh, Omega repeatedly turn, returns a favor to Mox with the baseball bat and takes out all the cavalry, all these random people just start running out from the locker room. And then the Bucks, of all people, come down to try and talk some sense into him. But then finally they're convinced to too sweet Omega and the brothers. What the fuck is goddamn band is back? It was a great image. And we now got... everybody's running a hot topic to get their old fucking bullet club. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a great image, though. We got uh, Omega as world champion, and you got two sets of tag team champions either side. Mm-hmm. And Don Callis standing there like a used car salesman. 
first of all, I'll tell you something about Don Callis, bitch. Don Callis. Let me say something, bitch. <laughs> Oh yeah, by the way, hold on. I have to interrupt you. I'm sorry because this is because you said that the almighty RWT King Penny Mirror Black Bank Costello was there for the entire viewing of AEW show last night in RWT. He in the rafters like Darby yep. Allen. No, he was there commenting, but yeah, he fucking snuck in and goddamn that whole fucking show live uh, li live in depth. It was great. Go ahead, Mike. That's fine. I was also going to say I love the socks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Great socks. <laughs> so what I was going to say about the um, Don Callis thing, man, just he's so great at just being that heel. And then he's just like, yes, yes. And I was waiting for him to like do a friggin' twist and turn and a dance, for God's sake, when they were back in there. He was so happy for the Bullet Club. Yes, yes, yes. He's doing the fist. I'm like, Don Callis, you sleazy son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Don Callis, baby. Uh, well, it... I thought it was funny. Uh, freaking Ray Phoenix jumped out of the ring. He was about to set up for something, and then Don was trying to distract him, and Ray just like slowly just turned his head, looked at him, and then Don just took off running. <laughs> it was funny as hell. Um, yeah, well. Yeah. Kenny and the Good Brothers have got two rivalries going on on two different shows at the same time. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well. Well, also, uh, next week, it's the Elite going to be the, speaking the, next week. Not not the Good Brothers, not the Bullet Club, not, nothing. It's the Elite. So, it's been said that maybe they're going to set up for Bullet Club versus... Uh, the elite, but I don't even see if that's gonna happen. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. No, I'd be cool with another super group over different promotions. Mm hmm. Yep. All right, well, it is time for us to tap out and bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. And Anchor.fm. And if that wasn't enough, you can find us every week. Thanks to Andre Corbeil on his channel, Wrestling with Wrestling. You can find me at the Captain 512 You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA92. And Twitch. Makes Vince's dick itch. So go ahead and don't be a wanker. Check out Anchor. With Moses Marquez. That's right. Check out Anchor. Bad boy. There you go. Finish the whole bit. SMR Podnet everywhere you can. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, the same audio platforms as Max. Uh, minus wrestling with wrestling. But that's quite all right. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that dropped. I did. The There's at least two or three football stuff that dropped a lot of draft talk for anybody who's already like dude it's barely january well guess what the fucking draft ain't until april and i'm all over the motherfucker so there's that retros come back hard um we're already in the works too i can't believe i'm saying this another fucking in your house because apparently that's all goddamn wwf does in 1997 it's fucking in your houses because yep. jesus christ and then we're also working towards and i can't fucking wait halloween havoc it's gonna be Fan fucking tastic. Only downside is no shotsy. Yeah. 
but that's okay. We're going to get some uh, Benoit and um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Benoit and uh, Kevin Sullivan. Now that's yeah. a touchy subject, but Ooh, for yeah. another day. And there's a reason we call him the podcast machine. Mike, have you been working now the holidays are over? Man, I don't even know. No, I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you guys can check out the latest edition of the LFC podcast with Buffalo Chip host and model My Richards. Talk about being in the LFC calendar. Talk about Sturgis Motorcycle Rally because LFC is coming back to Sturgis in 2021, baby. So check out LondreFC.com, wherever you get your audio platform, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeart, um, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasting platforms. TuneIn Radio, it's all over the place. You can check me out at SM Show one or MCL92 on the Twitter machine for all my pop culture stuff, pop underscore culture underscore pod, LFC underscore pod for the LFC podcast. Hell, if you want a little something something about that Impact Wrestling in your life, I'm talking about Impact Rewind. Like I mentioned, SoundCloud, MCLark92, StevenMikeShow.com. Hell yeah, Daz, I heard what you just said there. You can also check us out on WrestlingWrestling.com. I'm talking about the Netflix pod with myself and Dazzy Dangerously. Each and every week on the Max Wrestling Podcast with my dudes, Dazzy Dangerously, Moses Marquez, and Travis Walker-Anderson, man. It's a good time. It's a good place. Reach for space. Smack the taste out of your mouth if you talk shit. Get your walk-on exhibit. Taking it back to the 0-0-2000. Woo! Who the fuck needs Snoop Dogg? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, we got Mike. And join us... <laughs> Next week! Next week! For Hard to Kill Predictions... Uh, I don't want to, you know, place a burden on myself, but impact is kind of my strong suit. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, up, and I don't know how different it's going to be for you guys listening, but it's my last episode in this house next week. Uh, I moved this weekend, but our broadband doesn't activate until the 18th, so I'll be coming back here just to do this show. And if it doesn't go online, rest assured, Kevin from BT will be getting mollywhopped. Yeah. Now, in the meantime, I need to go Molly Wap Andy from Sky because he cut us off today. Hopefully, you guys don't notice. Andy! <laughs> oh, did Andy cut you off, Des? Ah, you did. The bastard. Fucking bloody. That is <laughs> the show. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bang! Austin Theory shot right in the dick. Use a dumb trick. Ha 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 ha.